With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Friday on the Drew Olsen Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Mr. Costanza, Mr. Penske's here to see you. Drew and KB are getting in the swing today. Broadcasting live from the end of the season sale at Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. Blue skies, fresh cut grass, birds turpin. You love this golf stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. They'll raid the Journal Sentinel cabinet again and talk with Tom Hodricourt about the Brewers and Jim Ozarski about the Packers. They probably won't talk to Packers tight end Jimmy Graham, Beyonce, or Danny DeVito, but you never know. Bite me, doughboy. And now, they're guaranteed to pound a couple of buckets this weekend, but we don't know if they'll contain range balls, wings, or beer. Live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon, here's Drew and KB. Tell the babysitter we're going deep. You just be a good girl. Well, I'm getting older and grumpier. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Bongo, 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 bongo. Pain. I don't ever want to be successful. You know, just hanging out. Just want you to know, Drew. I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I respect the scorpion. Oh, wow. What are you going head up, Woody? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know what I'm saying? Hi, this is Barry Manilow inviting everybody to turn the radio off. What the what dick? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the <gasps> And welcome into the Friday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. It's a field trip today. We're but that would be would that be what it is a field trip? Seeing that we're in the school year now, so yeah, no. it's a field trip. So now we're on a field trip. Okay, yeah, that's good. Links performing golf. Links performance golf within the Missing Links practice facility in Mequon, Wisconsin. I'm Drew. Across the table for me is my pal KB. What's going on, brother man? What's going on is this is a um, I need this Friday. I mean, what what is it that made this week seem so long? Is it that the Brewers have been playing kind of intense games? Uh, had a day off yesterday. Is it that we've been still suffering after the Badgers lost to BYU? It seems like they played two weeks ago. Uh, is it that um, we're just, you know, just switching into fall what, mode? What, and... hap- what happened this week? There was something that happened. This shows you how good my mind is. There was something that happened this week that made the Tuesday Tuesday feel like a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. The Monday felt like a Tuesday. Well, that, so it's like we had one extra day this that's week. That's the intern Josh factor because we that's moved, right. that's what we it moved was. figure it out to from Tuesday. Wednesday to Tuesday from its normal Just for this slot. Week. Well, when, it's for whenever sure. Josh can come in and do the damn game. You know, it's like we give intern Josh way too much power because, you know, we can't do that game without him and he has to. We work around his schedule, and that did screw us up. But tail wagging the dog. I think even in general, like the, okay, um, the Packers Vikings game seems like it was two months ago. 
<laughs> they play the Redskins on Ain't Sunday. Ain't that the truth? I, I just don't know what it is. What 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 is it? Is, am I alone in this? It just seems like this is the end of a very long week. Um, you know, that's funny that you mentioned that with the Packers-Vikings game because I think just the way that the world has sped up around us with the immediacy of communication flow and how news travels and the news cycle has gotten so quick that everything seems like it was so long ago. You know, the Packers-Vikings game and the whole Clay Matthews thing, even though everybody's talking about it, it almost feels like, oh, that was the end of last season. You're right. Uh, it's just bizarre. So now finally we'll have a new game to talk about Sunday. Maybe it's also the fact that when the Packers play at noon, that extra three hours <laughs> or even, you know, not in prime time, that extra time that we have to digest, it's just longer. Um, just, it's it's freaky. I, I I think that's just a function of us, KB, getting old. Because when you get old, the time moves that way. Ten years ago seems like yesterday, and last week seems like ten years ago. Yeah, and you know what I like about I do like the Sunday noon games because I like the 11, 11 a.m. Bloody Mary. And uh, you can have that with your team not playing, you know. Well, you can, but you not know, the sometimes same. you might feel a little guilty about it. Why, you know, why am I drinking in the morning? Well, now I got a purpose. Um, but I also like the Sunday noon starts because I would um, a truncated when they were there. bad when the when the team wasn't good. I would play an awful lot of golf up against the Packer games when they were horrible, mm-hmm. and the courses would be empty. Well, and, and how funny that is that we are today at Lynx Performance Golf inside the Missing Lynx practice facility, surrounded. We are inside today, not a patio Friday. We're inside. And uh, a show from a pro shop, KB, like every commercial break, KB is going to be putting, trying different putters <laughs> and, you know, playing around and looking at all the stuff that's on sale here. I, I know what, you know, it's going to be hard to keep you focused. I know. Uh, yeah, KB may be. Um... Kid in a candy store today. There's a good chance that you may see me um, maybe we'll, uh, being fitted for some clubs. Oh. There's, there's a chance. Can we that, do that on the air? Is that going to be part of the process, um, part of the show? There's a chance that that could happen. That's not out of the – we could. That's not out of the realm of possibility, but we'd have to do it before 2 o'clock because that's when my wife gets out of work and she listens to the show. So if she was listening to the show, why I'm being fitted for clubs. She would know you're getting new clubs. Yeah, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. There, would be, there would be some splaining to do. But I did, I don't know if you saw this, but I did put out a, I guess you could say, a lapper, a pre-dance poll. Okay. Today, and because uh, I was out here, and Paul from Strixon will be coming in, and um, I was out here a couple of weeks ago, and I was hitting these new Strixon 785 irons, and I absolutely loved them. So... Um, this morning I put out this uh, stripper poll of the day pre-dance poll. We don't really have a so, pre-dance song, do we, guys? I no, don't that's think fine. We do. It doesn't matter. Because um, yeah. right now I haven't put up the, tr- the stripper poll, so we're riding with this until we there get to go. a break and I can type. But it says on-air KB. Love- I'm even whispering and she's not here. Yeah. I mean, that's how I, bad. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's what the bad. hell? What's the matter that's with you? You sound like you're. You I know, know I'm whispering because she's not here. Anyway. Oh, God. He's that afraid of his wife, ladies and no, gentlemen. No, no. It's a, the rat. Okay. It's not a library. On air, KB loves the new irons. But Miss Sue would rather have. But Miss Sue would have his head if he bought them. So what do I do? Do I leave them on the rack? Do I buy them and take the beating? Do I buy them and try and hide it? Or do I borrow money from you? And in the lead. There you go. In okay, the lead. In the lead. And this tells you an awful lot. Um, Forty percent. Buy them and take the beating. Just buy man them. Up. Sack, just man, man up. Man up. I need clubs. Followed by buy and try to hide it. Okay. And then borrow money for Drew. 
And so of our smart and good-looking listeners, that leaves 13% in the number four hole. It's just leave them and make the smart decision and save your marriage and, and everything. And not so, buy them. So they're like, no, only 13% of the people that voted say walk away. Yeah. So what does that tell you? They say it's just their, their role with it, you know? It's yeah, like, roll you know, with it. Tells you, you know, the, it, the most important thing is to come out with the clubs. The rest you can patch up later, but to have the clubs in hand, See, that's what's important. We're all about instant gratification. You have, Armin, have you been married? <laughs> I have not been married. Okay, Fair so enough. where did you? How did you even begin to come up with this phrase? Patch it up later. How did? Um, where is that coming from? Because <laughs> yeah. obviously you clearly. have no idea. Well, no, even clearly. though I haven't been married, I have been in arguments before, or disagreements that I've had to patch yeah, up. Yeah, of course you. But the yeah. but the dating argument is not as severe as the married argument. Very true. Very true. Uh, I would agree. All right, so the big story in sports today is that the victory fridges opened. The Cleveland Browns won a game last night. That's the big story nationally. Everybody's talking about Baker Mayfield. Locally, you might care that the Browns won just a, for morbid curiosity and the fact that the Bud Light fridge has opened up. And I've seen videos. I haven't seen any chaos ensue from that. I think people were too stunned that the Browns won a flipping game. But uh, I didn't see. I haven't. Maybe there are some. Maybe there were some incidents, but I, I haven't seen any. But uh, locally, the, the local tie to this, did you see the local tie for Baker Mayfield? Like, unless you own him in fantasy or you're an Oklahoma Sooners fan or somehow love the Browns or have relatives in Northeast Ohio, you wouldn't really generally care about the plight of the Browns. Maybe you developed an affinity for them when they were on hard knocks again this year. I don't know. But Baker Mayfield, his, his Q rating in the state of Wisconsin went up a few clicks because he showed up. Uh, for the game yesterday with a Christian Yellis jersey on. Nice. And he gave him props and basically closed his press conference by saying Christian Yellis should be the MVP of the National League. Now, is there any is there any hometown relationship well, there or just a, just a love sure, for another athlete? I mean, I'm pretty sure the connection came. I think they just like work out together or something okay. in the same facility perhaps or I mean, they've been friendly for a while. Um and so you know, you sport in that Brewers jersey. So you had a, a, a guy in the national spotlight making a case that Christian Yelich should have, um, that he should be the MVP. Now, they, yeah, they've been friends for quite a while. In fact, back in June, Todd Rosiak of the Journal Sentinel uh, tweeted that the two went out to dinner. They they got to know each other in the off season, and they've, uh, you know, they're, they're buds. So, begs the question, could we have a Brewers outfielder have a restaurant with an NFL quarterback didn't work out well last time. Well, I mean, <laughs> again. yeah, you might want to might want to do a drug test, you know, pee in a cup, and then I'll consider uh, opening the restaurant. Yeah, and um, the other local connection, of course, was that Joe Schobert had a pick to help you know seal the game. So that's kind of funny. Well, the first thing that I uh, th- that I thought of when they won was, you know, that's. That's the Green Bay Packers of Central Ohio, considering who's in the front office. And, you know, maybe they got something going. You know, it's going to be a long could road, be. but maybe they got a little something going. Yeah, could be. Um, interestingly, that uh, Travis Shaw, who grew up in Northeast Ohio, is uh, the, the Brewers resident, other than Yelich, he's the resident Browns fan, and he was crying on Twitter for Mayfield to play. So, Tarod Taylor, nice knowing you. Uh, you are now a historical footnote. 
And because yesterday we were so deep in celebrating the history of uh, 920, because it was September 20th and our station in Milwaukee is the big 920, uh, we didn't mark that yesterday was the anniversary of Brett Favre taking over for Don Mikowski, much the way that Baker Mayfield did for Terod Taylor. But, uh, yeah, Don Don Mikowski uh, got injured and Brett Favre came in. And I know, Armin, that's one of your – that's probably one of the big moments in your life right now. Right, Armin? Oh, that. I mean, yeah. I was eight, but I do remember the, that day. I remember the, not a lot of the game, but I remember the moment. And The uh, Kittrick-Taylor touchdown and Brett Favre yeah. leading the Packers to a comeback victory at Lambeau Field. And, you know, basically he took over the reins then and didn't give them back until he shuffled off to the Jets. So amazing. Like, you never know. I mean, you think that could be the, the birth of a legend or, like, you know, the next step, and it turned out to be that. But there are also a lot of other moments with young quarterbacks and young players that don't turn out to end up being – a great Dude, career. I, I remember covering Jeff D'Amico's first start for the Brewers, and I thought he might be something special. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot like that. I remember Kyle a lot Peterson. of false starts, you know, where you think, oh, yeah, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be a thing. And then it's uh, not. So interesting item on uh, Barstool saying, what's the, what's the next massive losing streak that will end? Uh, there are because the, the Browns. I mean, that's <laughs> they had their first win, nineteen games uh, last night. So they they did have a tie. So it was a it wasn't like a losing streak. It was a that was a non-winning streak of nineteen games. Uh, Kentucky lost uh, snapped a thirty-one game losing streak to Florida earlier this month. So now that those streaks are out of the way, the longest streaks they're talking about are uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, no Stanley Cup since nineteen sixty-seven. KB, it's Wow, really? It's yeah. that long. Yep, that's a proud franchise of the original six. College basketball, Armin's a sports toad. Clemson has gone 59 games in a row to the Dean Dome now in Chapel Hill, and they've not won. 59 games. Wow, that is so bad in basketball, especially. Losses. Because well, of... last weekend, was it last weekend that Kentucky beat Florida for the first time in 31 yes, years? 31-game uh, losing streak that Kentucky beat Florida. Um College basketball, a Big Ten team winning the title for the first time since 2000. Well, we don't count Maryland because they were in the ACC. But, yeah, since since then, seven Big Ten teams have lost the championship game, including our Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, so the best chances came with Michigan in 2013, Illinois in 2005, and the Badgers, of course, three years ago. So the Big Ten team, that's a drought that could end. The Bengals in the playoffs, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, since have probably now, been, what, the Sam Weiss years? It's been 27 years since they won a playoff game. Mm, 27. Imagine that. And they've had their chance, and, you know? and more locally, our Milwaukee Bucks. We've well, just, we've just Well, that's since. But they haven't won a playoff series in 17 years. They haven't won a championship since 71. But the, a playoff series in 17 years. Nine consecutive playoff series losses. The longest current streak in the NBA. And the longest in NBA history. Bucks haven't won a playoff series since Ray Allen and company and Sam Sam Cassell and Glenn Robinson beat Charlotte in the conference semifinals, setting them up to lose to Philadelphia. So maybe they'll snap that this year. Speaking of the Milwaukee Bucks, got another field trip coming up. Yes, on we do Monday, on Monday. Broadcasting live from Bucks Media Day at the Pfizer Forum, which I with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have not visited yet. KB was there for Maroon 5. I'll be making my debut at the New Bucks Arena, and we're broadcasting from there as part of a special dual show with our buddies from the crossover with uh, Dan Needles and Ted Davis. So we're going to have some fun on Monday uh, at the Pfizer Forum with the Bucks. So that, those are some of the streaks now that we can focus on, now that the Cubs have won a World Series. Maybe that maybe it would be the Indians winning a title. That could be. I mean, there's other, other streaks we can look into. If you can think of one, feel free shoot it to us. Drew at the Big920.com. Tweet at Drew Olson, MKE at Drew Olson Show, at On Air KB. We'll get to the stripper pole and a bunch of other stuff as we move forward live from Lynx Performance Golf and Mequon. Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. From the 35, 19 seconds left. Ball, Puck, Gross, touchdown! Number 85 is Kittrick Taylor out of Washington State. His first catch of the day. He ran by Rod Jones, who again didn't get help from the safety man. And Brett Favre was right on the money. He pump faked, pushed a blocker out of the way with his hand, and then threw the strike. 26 years ago yesterday, Kittrick Taylor, Brett Favre. Nobody knew who either one of those guys was 26 years ago yesterday. And now they're linked forever. Kittrick Taylor, trivia question perhaps, Brett Favre. Certainly not a household name in the history of Packers. Barely barely in his own household. (laughs) Without a doubt. We're a couple of household names, Drew and KB, broadcasting live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon today. It is a Friday field trip, not a patio Friday, because we're inside the pro shop, which is like putting KB, uh, putting eight-year-old KB in a candy store. No doubt. No doubt. Or uh, a 14-year-old KB in the Playboy Mansion. (laughs) Well, 14, 55, who cares? <laughs> who are we kidding? Yeah, that's true. Um, no, but uh, no, it's good to come back here. And as I said the last time we were out here, I used to hit a lot of balls out here. I still do from time to time. And um, they're having this big sale um, uh, today, tomorrow, and Sunday. And uh, they've got uh, 25% off golf bags and travel bags. Travel bags are great. That is a huge deal travel bags because uh i used to go back and forth to phoenix until i bought another set of clubs on ebay and had them shipped out there anyway <laughs> again my wife doesn't get off the air until two that's good yeah um, she's not listening it's okay but uh 20 off of uh, any demos and pre-owned clubs and um this and the uh paul well maybe we'll talk to him the Strixon rep yeah out here Paul's and gonna uh he, they're gonna have a uh, demo day tomorrow. I hit these 785s. It's the same club that H- Hideki Matsuyama plays. And uh, man, oh man, that's where I'm. You're right, pure. I'm dying. I'm dying right now. This is one of those things where oh. it's like, oh man, I know it's going to be bad on the other end if I do. I know it's <laughs> not going to end well in my life. But you know what? There's a there's an old that's... saying. There's an old saying, and uh, 
that you give to young people, and you can use it, you know, metaphorically, you, uh, or you can use it literally. Okay. And uh, the the saying is, always kiss the girl. You know, and so if you're if you're dating or whatever, and you're in college, and you might like someone, you never know which way it's going to go. Always kiss the girl. So um, right now I'm teetering teetering on the edge. Um, always always kissing the girl. Always kiss the girl, unless you someday want to be, be Supreme, on the Supreme Court. Court but no. I was going to say, yeah. those things have changed, right. But always, you know yeah. what? Come on, there's been situations where you've been out on a date and you didn't give a good night kiss or something like that, and you don't oh, know which way it well, could have yeah, 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 You didn't yeah. know which I way like it could have gone, and you kind of maybe you back off. And Our show know. isn't long enough. There isn't enough time for all the times that I've fanned the puck in my right. life. Me See, too. that's exactly it. I chickened out you know, of course. Or, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, whatever Correct. it is. So me in this set of irons, I'm I, wrestling with the always kiss the girl decision. I am, I'm just cracking up because every time KB broaches the subject of leaving Link's Performance Golf with a new set of clubs, he goes into his golf announcer whisper I know, because I, he's afraid his wife is going to, like, hear. walk in and hear. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, you know. Now I do have to, I do have to, tell you, I do have to tell you one story. We were in Florida a long, long time ago, and um, – Usually, I would buy clubs. I buy a lot of clubs used, and yeah, uh, broken in. Yeah, well, and they don't change from year to year. So I would hang out around the guys on the driving range because they'd all buy new clubs, and then they real, and then they couldn't hit them, and they'd sell them. I go, these suck, and it's all, <laughs> and it's all, and it's all because of their swing. And it's like, wow, if you would put the money into lessons, you'd be able to yeah. get those things. So I'd buy them from them on pennies on the dollar, right? Okay, that's a good so, business move. I like that. So we're down in Florida, and I'm going to play golf in Florida. We're in the hotel. My golf bag's in the hotel, and and she turns and she looks at me. <laughs> And she goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just said my golf bag's in the hotel. And she turns and looks at me like, wait a minute, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm, no, we were together. I was going to Yeah, 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 I know. But you're not referring to your wife as your golf bag because the way you've constructed oh, yeah, no, that no. sentence That's made it I seem thought. like. Yeah. My golf bag is yes. in a hotel. Yeah, my golf bag's Along in a hotel. Along with my wife. Along my with my wife. And my okay. wife turns All right, and looks at me. No, I don't call her. Yeah, okay. I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But anyway, Sue turns and looks at me and she goes, she gets this look on her face and she goes, you got a new driver, didn't you? And I went, no, I didn't know. This is the same driver I always had. And it was. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of held my breath. And in my mind, I went, yeah, but she didn't pick out the new set of irons that were sitting there, did she? (laughs) She just guessed wrong. Dodged the bullet on that one. She just guessed wrong. Had she said new irons, you'd have had to say. Those are all um, new clubs, aren't they? They, No, no, no. So you buy them used. Good call on your part. I got three hours of going back and forth on this. That's true. He's going to be wrestling with it. KB's mental gymnastics aside, let's uh, we turn to KB daily on the Drew Olson show for our stripper poll of the day, which you can vote on at Drew Olson show on Twitter. We are, uh, you know, it's a Friday edition. The club is bumping early. Guys are got their paychecks and uh, pockets stuffed with twenties. We're in the club because Unlike every other show that has just a regular poll, ours is located in a gentleman's club. KB, where are we today? We're in Atlanta, in hot Atlanta, and the reason is that the tour ending, the tour championship is at uh, uh, Eastlake now, which is in Atlanta. So we're in hot Atlanta for pinup stripper poll of the day. So I came across this article last night, and made me, you know, this is an age-old argument and go, going around and around, but the take on this by UW Chancellor uh, Rebecca Black was a little bit different than you usually hear. I mean, a little bit extreme. She said paying student-athletes would have a profound effect on the university, its educational mission, and even lead to the end of college sports. Now, she didn't 
come out and say even the the clickbaity headline said UW Chancellor said paying athletes could, you know, yeah. end sports. Um, but I'm just throwing it out there again. How should paying athletes be handled? Is free college enough? Can you let them have a job and set a max so that, you know a car dealer's not paying them fifty thousand dollars a year to you know walk in? Um, a flat flat stipend for all, or just let the free market reign. And right now, it's all free market. Let it go. Let the free market reign. And um, then followed by a flat stipend for all, and free college is enough. So, you know, I, yeah. I you know, it it really is kind of the NCAA, NCAA the or the NFL of college can't make a decent decision or a right decision on anything. Um, yeah, the, the the quotes from the uh, trial got blown up like, oh, Wisconsin's not getting rid of athletics. People. No, they're not getting it's rid not of athletics. It's not going to happen. Um, no. And this is, you know, the posturing in this uh, trial that, you know, the transcript of which hit the, the papers. It's This is not But it was an interesting take. It's the first time anyone ever tied it even remotely to the educational mission of a university because everyone has always taken a look at it as a business deal. And... Uh, it, you know, the NCAA, the first thing that we think of is playing is paying football and basketball players, right? Because those are the big money sports. Yeah. But the rules of the NCAA, if you're someone on the crew team, you can't have a job if you're getting a scholarship. Yeah. Right? And they're not, you know, they're on the crew team. They're not in a big they're... money sport, but yet they're held to the same standard. Wait a minute. And... Uh, again, stylistically, is it the crew team or just the crew? You're on the crew. No, they call it the crew team. They call it the crew team? I've yeah. never heard that. I think the term is you row crew. I row crew. Yeah. You row crew. No, that's the box thing that you tape. Yeah, that's the, that's the sling. That's box. That's, row that's crew. the sling. Row crew is well, like anyway. a fire stick. Okay, yeah. so anyway, you're on the lacrosse team. Yes. Or you're, or okay. you're on if you're some other with team, lacrosse, yes. Right? And uh, you're not getting a full ride, but they're still held to the same rules as a guy who would be uh, yeah. the quarterback for Alabama or what sure, have you, sure. who would make Let a ton them. of money. So you've got to find something that will equalize it because that's unfair to them. It's like they can't go. If they're only getting a partial scholarship, they can't work in the so, summer to pay for school. Let's well, let's put it this way. The, the Badgers are an Under Armour school. In fact, there is Under Armour Badgers apparel right here where we are. And they're wearing new stuff this weekend. And, the white face mask yeah, helmet. So, but – what if an individual player wanted to get his own shoe deal? Why should he have to wear the one that the athletic department and the coach uh, cut the deal with? Why should he? Why shouldn't he? If a guy who's in college like can get a deal from Nike, could he? Should he be allowed to? Well, if you're going to let the free market reign, my my argument on that is, yeah. But if you're going to let them do that, then you have to take all the handcuffs off the other students in other sports, right? Well, if because if I if way, I am if, on the crew team. And if. he can cut his own deal and make a ton. Well, then don't say I can't have a summer job. You know, see where I'm going sure. with that? Well, you have yeah, to wipe but, it all off. But you're welcome board. to get your own apparel deal that whatever sure. you want. Or you can, or like if um, if player X or, or like Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma can make money signing autographs for two hours at a mall. Who's to say a swimmer couldn't do that? Like obviously the market would say that, but like right. they're not prohibited from that. That's a step. They're, they've been wrestling with this forever. It's got to come because, again, the more you know. and the, 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 I just think it's like the Olympics. There was a time when it was absolutely forbidden. And no way. We can't have our Olympic athletes besmirched by taking money. And then we found out, oh, yeah, actually it worked out okay. There. My, my position on this is that you just go in, you know, because you always hear the argument, you know, kid can't even take his girlfriend to the movie. So you go in, every student athlete gets – $400 a month or whatever. Flat fee, doesn't matter. 
and then you just move forward with move the on. same. And then now you're giving them walking around money. And uh, again, KB will waive the consulting fee. That's we're, just my take. We're live today from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. It is the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. The 21st of September. That's right. The Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. We're surrounded by golf apparel and gear. We're eating pizza. KB just asked me, is this heaven? And I yeah. said, no, it's Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon, where we're broadcasting from today. A field trip on the Drew Olson Show. Armin's back at headquarters, catching the phones, pushing the buttons, playing the jams. Um, and if Armin could, we wanna, um, we're want we going to listen to Mike McCarthy's interview that he did the other day with Tim Scott on uh, WIBA. But first, how about a little hardcore sports for you? We have an update on a story we've been talking about and that I know Armin has been following closely. It's by our standards, it's hardcore. The sports talk fluff. But on the Drew Olson Show, we give it to you the way you like it. Hardcore. It's hardcore sports on the Drew Olson Show. All right. You got to be an NBA diehard or a Timberwolves fan to be following the Jimmy Butler, or a Jimmy Butler fan like Armin, to be following the saga of Jimmy Butler. But we got a Woj bomb today. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that the Timberwolves, despite Jimmy Butler's protestations and demand that he be traded to one of three teams, are going to hang on to the former Marquette forward. And that rival executives calling Minnesota's front office to inquire about trading for Butler are being shot down. Wow. Wow. So Exactly. Interesting. I mean, this is just creating a hostile work environment. Yeah. Uh, General Manager Scott Layden and Tom Thibodeau, the coach, um, met with Butler on Tuesday. That's when he requested the trade. The Timberwolves owner, Glenn Taylor, will be involved in any decisions, but Thibodeau has said he does not want to trade Butler because he wants to make the playoffs for the second straight year. Ooh, now, now that's hardcore. Now, the the teams that uh, on Butler's list, the Brooklyn Nets, the L.A. Clippers, and the New York Knicks all could sign him with their cap space. Uh, Butler is determined to find a way to the Clippers, according to Wojnarowski, and uh, he wants out he wants to partner with a second elite player because the clippers have two max contract slots available in free agency and he wants to move on now butler is looking the the, the timberwolves could offer him five years and 189 million elsewhere he could sign he could get four years and 140 million this after a year ago he turned down i'm sorry a couple months ago he turned down four years at 100 million from the timberwolves so if he stays and plays a year and then hits free agency, uh, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Clay Thompson, Kyrie Irving, all free agents. How about that? But if you're a dead man walking, is that any, you know, any fun? Let's say well, you want to leave someplace and someone gives you an offer and then the place you're at counters, but you really want to leave and they're going to start messing with you. I mean, that's just not really? a lot of that's not a lot of fun to be there. Training camp starts Tuesday, which is why Bucks Media Day is Monday. Monday, and we'll be broadcasting live from the Pfizer Forum on Monday. Uh, it'll be a, an abbreviated show because we have the end zone with Antonio Freeman on Monday, but it's going to be fun to be there. But, uh, yeah, this disarray. Now, what are the chances? And, Armin, you're our resident Jimmy Butler expert. What, yeah. what are the chances he just holds out and doesn't go to camp? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really interesting. I mean, I was thinking about what you just said, KB, in, in that, like, if you're if you're a pro athlete, don't you love to play? Don't you, like, live to play? So it's weird to just say, maybe it does turn out better in terms of contract for them eventually, like, Play, this is a trend now that players have more power. They're trying to dictate where they go. I mean, obviously, we see this with Kawhi. We, we're kind of seeing this with Le'Veon Bell. But at some point, it's just like, if you don't want to play there, you're just going to sit out for a whole year and not play at all? I just don't get that. So I think eventually they're going to have to come to some agreement. Usually, though, the team the team sometimes caves to trade because they don't want to lose the asset. And if the player's going to be disgruntled, it won't help their team. So I don't know. It surprises me. A little bit. I mean, Jimmy Butler's a type of guy that he usually plays hard. He's a defensive guy as well as score. He's a gamer, but he's just being stubborn here and says, I don't want to play for them. And Tibbs is stubborn too. So I don't know. This thing's going to be very interesting. It is. It's uh, So just stay tuned on that. That's our hardcore sports update for the moment. Uh, hardcore, Armin. Hardcore. Ooh, now that's hardcore. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes, and for everybody who asks, she says, how does she sound? Yes, indeed. indeed. All right, so um, it was yesterday morning on our sister station, WIBA, that our friend Tim Scott had occasion to catch up with the Packers, Coach Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy and the Packers will be traveling to, well, we can say D.C., but they're actually going to be in Landover, Maryland, uh, FedEx Field, as the Packers face the Redskins on Sunday. My buddy Steve Zabin, of course, is our resident uh, Redskins fan expert, and uh, he even he doesn't feel good about their chances. They're worried about the stadium being taken over by Packers fans, and um, you know we're looking back again. It seems like the Packers Vikings game was a month ago, but it was like only Sunday. Let's take a listen to uh, Packers coach Mike McCarthy and our good friend Tim Scott. Wow, a wild one on Sunday. Disappointed with the finish, I'm sure. But, boy, there seemed to be plenty to build on in that game, especially on the defensive side. Oh, definitely. I, I think if you, you go through the game, there's uh, plenty of teachable moments. Uh, obviously, some we wish we would have converted, but that, that that's the game of football. I mean, that's, that's the way that, uh, this game's played, uh, cause, you know, especially the key plays in the game at, at critical moments. So, I mean, that. that that happens each and every week, and, and we definitely have to learn from that. I know you use the term there, teachable moments. That's what the NFL said with the Clay Matthews hit. Once you heard it, what was the message you and Coach Petten had for your defensive players? Well, just just trust the training. Uh, just trust the fundamentals of, of, of what's being coached and what's being emphasized each and every week. And, and that's how these things these things get corrected and change. Uh, it's you know, to think that you know the, the role adjustments uh, throughout the last five years for player safety um, that they ultimately get changed because of the players and and their and their focus and discipline into the training of the fundamentals. It's not you know the videotapes are great and the public messages are are okay, uh, but at the end of the day, it's it's about the training of fundamentals with the, with the players and. and We'll get this thing right. Let me ask you about, um, kind of on a side note, the schedule. I mean, you begin this season with back-to-back divisional opponents, and now you've got the Redskins, you've got Buffalo. Um, I mean, to me, that seems like, I mean, not strange. I mean, it's not the first time that's ever happened. But as a coach, you're like, wow, Bears and Vikings out of the shoot. That's always tough when you see that schedule come out, isn't it? 
Oh, definitely. I mean, and really, in hindsight now, now that you've gone through it, you know, you got an overtime game in 80-plus degree weather with a heat index in the 90s and coming, you know, the week before that, a Sunday night game. So you look at uh, what you're, what both teams, you know, you have gone through. So you have to, you have to be smart going into this game. And, and um, you know, I feel like we have a good preparation plan uh, as we get ready for the Redskins. It was a rough week for kickers across the league. Um, not that long ago, your kicker was struggling as well, but you were different. You stuck with him. Do you think from time to time, and not, you know, every coach is different and every team is different, but do, do you think sometimes maybe player, the coaches give up on players maybe a little bit too soon, or do the situations dictate what they have to do at that time? I think every one of them is an individual situation because, you know, I mean, it's just like anything. Um, you know, for me to have a clear understanding of what goes on at your workplace compared to what goes on at my workplace and that the individual, uh, all the things that, that individual puts into his performance and how he fits into, into the, you know, short-term vision and long-term vision of what the organization is trying to get done. I, I think it's it's like anything. You just got to trust your information, trust your instincts, trust your awareness and make solid decisions. And obviously we made the right decision in Mason Crosby. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Aaron Jones back this week. What do you expect from him? Well, it's a, it'll be great to see him practice today. I know he's excited about it. And, um, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's a good young running back group. And, you know, I like the way Jamal and Ty have played in the first two games. And it, it'll be great to get Aaron in there. Yeah, I mean, he, so, you know, at some point he can impact your offense. I mean, we certainly saw that last year, didn't we? Yeah, he's made some big plays in his opportunities, no doubt about it. So, I mean, he has an excellent run style. You know, I love, I love the way he explodes through the hole and he doesn't waste any steps. He's he's very decisive and um, you know he's 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 smart with the football. So, but I think the reality is too. You know, he hasn't played in three weeks and. Uh, we got we got to make sure we get him back in the groove. I know many things in his career has amazed you, but what what can you say about your quarterback and his performance against the Vikings? And how is his health heading into DC on uh, Sunday? Yeah, definitely. I don't. You know, I think it's it's just it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's it's just the way he is and what he does and and his preparation to, to get ready week in and week out and uh, to be able to perform. You know, against that defense and under circumstances. Uh, was something else. So, but I would say he's you know he's better this week than he was last week. Uh, but we'll we'll see what today brings um, as, as far you know as, if he's going to be able to work or not. So that that has been has not been determined. You talked about defense with the Redskins. Statistically, they're the top in the league through two games of the season. Although they're one and one, what do they bring to the table? What concerns you most about that defense? Well, I think like any good defense, it starts up front. Uh, you can see the investment in, in what they have in their front seven. I mean, they. they Got some big physical uh, football players and their style of play, and you know the D line is is uh, I think it's going to be the real is going to be a huge challenge. So, um, and it's uh, you know it's a it's a defense that's well coordinated and, and uh, you know it's on the road. It's our first road game, so I mean we're, I'm, I'm more focused on the particulars, uh, but this will be a big challenge. For Coach, I'll leave you with this. I talked to a colleague in Washington yesterday. Uh, they're concerned that it could be Green Bay East on Sunday. They're expecting either a 50-50 split or a 60-40 split, leaning to your guys. Packer Nation, they're going to travel east with you, Coach. Hey, I'm highly recommending the 60-40 split, that's for sure. So <laughs> we're looking forward to it. That's Packers coach Mike McCarthy and our good friend Tim Scott kicking it. 60-40 split. It will not be like that. I mean, he mentioned the Packers playing their first road game of the season. It will not be like that at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa. There are always some Badgers fans there, but it will be a little bit more uh, pro the home team 
with the crowd as the Badgers take on Iowa at 7.30 on Saturday night. Now, KB, have you made plans? Will you be elbows on the bar by 5 o'clock Saturday to get your position for the game? Or for what, Saturday what's the plan? night? Yeah, um, yeah I, think, I think that may, in fact, be the case. 7.30 start. I mean, you gotta, you, the thing is, you want to get your position, but you also have to pace yourself. Oh yeah, no, no, start. no. We um, seventh. Isn't did I hear somewhere that's the latest start ever at the stadium in in Iowa? That's the latest game I start in the history. Wouldn't of the doubt it. The game's on Fox uh, nationally, so um, I, w- that I wouldn't doubt it. It doesn't seem too late, though. I mean, unless it's one of those Saturday afternoon traditional schools that or. Iowa hasn't been that yeah, good no, in a I long mean, time. They would play at it, night at home. It just seemed like, you know, 7 o'clock would be the sweet spot. It is weird that they're doing it at 7.30. I guess that extra half hour uh, is, Pre-game. Is, is the hook. But, yeah, it's interesting. So I will probably be elbows at 7.30 start. I'll be elbows on the bar probably by 6, dinner down by 7.30. Seven, 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 and then ready to so, go. So yeah, six cocktails, couple of mumblers, then and seven thirty, and then probably blowout at halftime. He's planned it all. We have. Uh, we'll talk to Mike Lucas uh, about the game, and obviously, pivotal game, and it's a bounce back game for the Badgers. Their first road game after a twenty four twenty one stunner against BYU. It'll be. Uh, I, I I actually like the a Badgers night game, and it's for selfish reasons because. I do a little TV show in Milwaukee on Saturdays from 6.30 to 7. And when I get out of that, when I slide down the back of that dinosaur and punch out, it's always good. Like, in, in essence, even though it's on another network, um, I'm with the ABC affiliate, uh, it's a, it feels like I'm doing a pregame show. So we'll talk a lot of Badgers on our TV show, and then I can go watch the game. And that gives me time. The 7.30 start gives me time to get to wherever KB is, has his elbows on the bar, and I can uh, make my, my move then. So a Saturday primetime road game for the Badgers is sweet, and I will uh, I will savor that, and I know a lot of smart, good-looking listeners are with me on that. They're going to enjoy watching that. And then you don't have to wait long after that for the Packers to kick off at noon on Sunday. So the football weekend, our football buffet is bountiful this weekend. There's some good high school games tonight throughout the area, and it's just uh, it's our football buffet is bountiful, and it's a good time of year again. You know, I don't um... – I don't like the Packers Sunday night games, and I definitely don't like the Monday night games anymore. And that's the Monday night games because Monday night has lost a lot of its panache. Yeah, I know, agree. When they Sunday night really well, took, took, and it I over. usually hate Thursday night. They're usually sucktastic, except last night was pretty good. Yeah, but if you would have looked at that schedule before the season and saw Jets Browns on a Thursday, you would have been well. They knew I'm it would be quarterback break. It was a yeah, it was the quarterback I mean, it, matchup. And it ended up being a good game, but you wouldn't have thought it on paper going No, in. no. I mean, who would have thought? Well, and then again, early on, it was pretty bad. They were It was a punt-a-thon for a while. It was pretty bad early, and then it picked up. And again, when, when Mayfield took over, the interest picked up, and the Browns won. So I am, yeah, that, that was probably more compelling than just about any Thursday night game last year, and maybe even some of the Monday night games, come it w- to think of it. I, you know, I wanted to see how Baker Mayfield would do. We heard about Sam Darnold the first two, you know, the first week of the the uh, season, and then last week he cooled off. So our shot to see Baker Mayfield, I still think the guy's a jackwad, but you're not a fan. No, no. All right. Well, he speaks highly of you. Well, that's all as I'm well saying. he should. That's all I'm saying. As as well he should. All right. Um, we are one hour in the books. We have guests lined up to chat with us. Tom Hodecourt of the Journal Sentinel will talk Brewers coming up at 1.30. Jim Ozarski of the Journal Sentinel talking Packers at 2. And our own Mike Lucas at 2.15.
It's the Drew Olson Show, live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. It's Friday on the Drills and Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Mr. Costanza, Mr. Penske's here to see you. Drew and KB are getting in the swing today. Broadcasting live from the end of the season sale at Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. Blue skies, fresh cut grass, birds chirping. You love this golf stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. They'll raid the Journal Sentinel cabinet again and talk with Tom Hodricourt about the Brewers and Jim Ozarski about the Packers. They probably won't talk to Packers tight end Jimmy Graham, Beyonce, or Danny DeVito, but you never know. Bite me, doughboy. And now, they're guaranteed to pound a couple of buckets this weekend, but we don't know if they'll contain range balls, wings, or beer. Live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon, here's Drew and KB. Tell the babysitter we're going deep. You just be a good girl. Well, I'm getting older and grumpier. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Bongo, 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 bongo. <laughs> Pain. I don't ever want to be successful. Many yards me hit You know, just hanging out. Just want you to know, Drew. I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I respect the scorpion. Oh, wow. We're going head up, Woody. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know God. what I'm saying? Hi, this is Barry Manilow inviting everybody to turn the radio off. What the hell's going on out here? What? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the (laughs) You are looking live at the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Or you might not be looking at us. You might be listening to us. You are listening live to the Drew Olson Show, broadcasting live from Lynx Performance Golf within the Missing Links practice facility in Mequon, Port Washington Road, just uh, off Highland, just north of Highland. I'm Drew. Across the table from me is my pal KB. What's happening, my friend? Well, what's going on today, KB, is um, it's basically me watching you twitch <laughs> as you're surrounded by stuff that you want to pick up and hold and, and look at and, and start hitting. Yes. Yes, I am. This is oh, really The president's okay. calling us right now. There's a phone call. How about that? Hello. Uh, no, this is, uh, I love, I can walk around golf shops forever. And, uh, yeah, it's like golf shops, music shops, guitar, you know, this is. Guitar shop, this yeah. This is probably neck and neck with guitar stores of how much time you can spend in there just drooling. Just looking at, yeah. you know, different accoutrements. Yeah, just, yeah, it's one thing. So the clubs would be like the guitar, Yes. And then, okay, so gloves would be like the pick. The strings. The string. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brings the pick. So, yeah, you, you, know. go in, you go in wanting to buy a new guitar and you just uh, go out with some strings. Strings. Um, 
but every once in a while you might straps go out with a new guitar harmonica racks right yeah, bass yeah that's kind of that's kind of the soup that we're in we are here today our friend serena hooked us up with pizza which is awesome kb is uh he's wrestling it's the internal dilemma of whether he's going to leave with new clubs or not well they, i mean they're in the middle of this big sale so i mean everything and i'm looking at the prices and everything is so easily hideable <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess is the way that you could put it. Um, but, you know, they got TaylorMade, Pinks, Rickson. The other thing is, um, and the last set of clubs that I bought 30 years ago, I'm still playing with clubs that are irons that are 30 years old, I was fitted for. And they do all the fitting, um, and it's no extra charge. So it's not like you have to pay for the irons and it's another $100 to fit. No, you get, you get fitted for the irons, fitted for your woods, whatever. And that makes – you would not believe, if you're a player, how much of a difference that makes just by – you know. and I'm not going to go into loft and lying and launch angles and any of that. Oh, that's golf geek stuff. Under, yeah, because I don't even understand it. But um, they fit it to your swing, and you'll get better just with that alone, mm. much less the technology. We have, uh, we have some breaking news. Okay. In the world of sports, it's not like really local, but it's breaking, and it's something that we maybe uh, may may have to get used to. Armin hit us with it's not a Woj bomb. The Texas Rangers announced that Jeff Bannister has been dismissed as the team's manager. Wow! Former Brewers uh, coach Don Wakamatsu, former Brewers catcher actually, uh, Don Wakamatsu will be the interim manager for the remainder of the 2018 season. Well, ain't that a net Effective turn of events. immediately. Yeah, you must really not like a guy to, to give him the gate. Like, well, you couldn't wait till the Monday after the season. Like one more <laughs> week, yeah. You got another week. So Don Wakamatsu is the, the guy, the, the first guy who won't get the job, in other words. So the Rangers are going to look for, And the, there's going to be some openings, and there will be a, co- a manager shuffle in baseball. And it's hard. Okay. It's hard to make light of this because you know, people's lives are all, all the Rangers coaches. And when your team isn't driving for the playoffs, as the Brewers are, there's a good chance you might make changes. Well, the Brewers did it in the middle of the playoff run, which was a ballsy move. That still is pretty stunning. That was I, 10 years ago. It was ago. jaw-dropping. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. And it, uh, and so now, yes, yeah, so that's our first firing, first firing that I'm aware of, that the uh, Rangers have fired Jeff Bannister and Don Wakamatsu who managed in Seattle for a while and is actually a really good guy. He was with the Brewers very briefly, but a really good dude. Uh, he is the interim manager, so that's And the, then the general the manager will say, um, we love how Don stepped up, but we are certainly going to give him an opportunity to interview for the position. Yeah, I mean, they actually will look at him. I think he'll get more than just a token look. He's a pretty good candidate. He's a pretty sharp guy. So I think you know, you'd never know. Whether they, unless they already have somebody in mind, but that it, tis the season, ladies and gentlemen. So again, another reason to be grateful that the Brewers are in the playoff chase, and that you know, I know there are people worried that David Stearns might get an offer to go work, you know, do the Mets or something, and the Brewers might lose him. He's still under contract, and I don't think you have to worry about that. I think the Brewers have a pretty good team in place in the front office, from the front office down to the, the manager and the coaching staff. I think they're, the Brewers have, are, have a pretty good thing going. With Craig Council and his guys, and all the way up to David Stearns and the people under him, I think they're in a pretty good place. You certainly can't argue with what David Stearns did. I was just looking back at the season, and if you just, yeah, Yelich and Kane, yeah, great. All right, that's those are two-foot putts. Home you run. Know. Home you know, they, run. You knew they got them, but you knew what was going to happen, and they were going to be that, you know, it was just solid. But now you add Curtis Granderson. That's a yeah. great pull. 
Wade Gio Miley. Gonzalez pitched good the Gio other night. Gio Gonzalez is yeah. a great pull. Yep. Wade Miley is an off-the-charts pull. Yuli Shashin getting him in the beginning of the season. So good. you think about those secondary moves that Stearns has made. Man, oh, man, is he solid. He is uh... – if if he was Craig Council, you'd say he's out managing the competition. He's out general yeah. managing the competition, no no doubt, with uh, what they've done and what they put together. So exciting times for the Brewers. We'll talk to Tom Hodricord of the Journal Sentinel coming up in about uh, 25 minutes, give or take. And um, we'll also have a lot of football talk on the back end of the program today because Jim Ozarski from the Journal Sentinel joins us to talk Packers. And then we have uh, Badger's Talk with our own Mike Lucas from Lucas in the Morning here on these airwaves and interwebs. I look forward to Friday just to talk to him. Uh, it's awesome. He's, fun. Yeah. He's so much He's fun. one of the best. Absolutely. Um, so I threw a bonus lapper. Usually we, this is the point of the program when we tell you what our stripper pole of the day is, but I threw a bonus lapper into the field. And <laughs> it is available on my Twitter account, at Drew Olson MKE. You can also follow us at KB for KB and the – at Drew Wilson shows where the official lapper is, but the bonus lapper has to do with the football games coming up this weekend involving the local teams that we follow. Which team will have a better performance in its first road game of the season, the Badgers or the Packers? Man, that's a tough one. I'm... I, I, I would think that the Badgers have a tougher opponent and situation, but I'm talking about overall performance top to bottom. And I think the Badgers coming off a loss will be really focused and really ready. Not that the Packers won't, but I, I think people who instantly say Packers you might want to reconsider, might want to reconsider because who's going to be hitting on all cylinders? Well, this game for the Badgers is certainly telling, right? If they come out flat like they did, well, in the first three games of the season, really, mm-hmm. and if they don't come out and just take it, to Iowa right away, relentlessly, you know, rub their nose in the dirt, you know, show no mercy, never let up, you're going to have to look at it and go, okay, well, this is, you know, we're, we're going to the Alamo Dome, you know, in, in mid-December, wouldn't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's and so this is a telling game for them. I think, the, the Packers are, are, are into this game, and again, not that it's that big a deal, but there's going to be a lot of Packers fans at FedEx Field and Landover. And that'll make things easier uh, than the Badgers will face in terms of the environment. But the Packers are also, they're going into the stretch where then they play the Bills and the Lions. So it's a kind of an e- it's the easiest stretch of their schedule. But you can't let down because we were pretty sure that the Badgers were going to beat BYU by three touchdowns last week. That didn't happen. I never take the points, the Badgers, and, and give the points in the first I never do it in the first few games of the season because it just seems the Badgers will never cover those big point spreads. And yeah. uh, I, if you recall, I never took them in the first couple of weeks. I went, nope, they're not going to cover at 31 and 34. No, they're not going to. And, uh, and they don't. Maybe toward the end of the season, if they get a soft cookie like that, they'll roll up the score, but never in the beginning of the season. So that's the bonus lapper, KB, um, the regular lap dance. Once again, every sports show can have a poll of the day. Ours just happens to be uh, located in a gentleman's club somewhere on the planet. Where today, are we today? We're in Hotlanta for uh, the pinup stripper poll of the day. Uh, there was some clickbaity uh, news out there about paying student-athletes. And UW Chancellor Rebecca Black said, Paying student-athletes would have a profound effect on the university's educational mission. 
and could even lead to the end of college sports. Now, she wouldn't say, if we have to pay athletes, we're going to kill sports. That's what everyone is thinking, she said. But it kind of brought up the question, okay, and we've always had this discussion. If we're, Let's say we're going to pay athletes. How should it be done? Uh, is free college enough? Uh, you let them have a job, but you set a max amount of money they could make, a flat stipend for all, or just let the free market reign. And right now, it's a flat stipend for all, which is kind of where I, I think that's fair because you're going to run into all the Title IX stuff. And then it's followed by free college is enough. And in third place is let the free market reign. And uh, fourth place at 16% is can let them have a job, but you set a max that they can make. So the car dealer is not paying them $50,000 to wash one car a month. That's uh, pretty sage advice. All right, you vote uh, vote early, vote often at Drew Olson's show on Twitter. You can, again, follow me at Drew Olson, MKE, at KB. Today's a stripper poll and the bonus lappers today. We're going to uh, we're going to spin through what's happening now. We're surrounded by golf gear, so every break, KB is sprinting over to try out more equipment and pick it up. <laughs> Travel bags are on sale. Wedges are on sale. You're a big fan of the pre-owned clubs, the ones that are like kind of broken in. Well, now, and, what I do is the, the reason is that I'd hang by the guys that buy the new ones in the beginning of the year, and then they can't hit them. And then and they, they go, this sucks, and then they sell them for pennies on the dollar, realizing that had they spent the money on the clubs in the first place to yeah. take lessons, they wouldn't be in that situation, but I benefit. I've, so there you go. I got my eye on some of these Adidas golf shirts. All kinds of good stuff here today. We it's are here until three. The sale is all weekend. They're open until seven tonight, eight to five tomorrow, and eight to noon on Sunday, which takes you right up to the Packers game. We're at Lynx Performance Golf on Port Washington Road in Mequon, just north of Highland, near the Highland House and Concordia University. If you are at all familiar with the area, you know this facility. It's been here a long time, and KB's been hitting golf balls here for many Forever. years. Forever. And, uh, we invite you to come and hang out with us today. Thunder, allegedly, may stop by and as well. And transit and route. And route. And, uh, again, once again, Hodricourt's going to join us today, uh, as well as Jim Ozarski and Mike Lucas. You're listening to The Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-David. The Drew Olson Show rolling along on Friday. We're powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's a road trip today. Field trip, if you will, because school is back in session. We're at Lynx Performance Golf within the Missing Lynx practice facility, driving range, and golf course here in Mequon, Port Washington Road. I'm Drew. KB's here. Armin is back at headquarters, the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. Got some guests lined up for you today. Got some fun lined up for you. But first, let's take a spin through what's happening now, right sir. now. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? Pakistan. When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. What's happening now is brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds on 76th and Layton in Greenfield and Green Tree in Port Road in Glendale. RobertHackDiamonds.com. Boom! What's happening now? Intrigue in Chicago. Cubs infielder Addison Russell has been placed on administrative leave by Major League Baseball today after his ex-wife, Melissa Reedy, published a blog post detailing allegations of years of physical and emotional abuse she endured while married. 
to Russell. Major League Baseball's statement said, Major League Baseball takes all allegations of domestic violence seriously when the allegations against Addison Russell become public on June 7th, 2017. The Commissioner's Office Department of Investigations immediately commenced an investigation. Melissa Russell declined to participate in the investigation at that time. Our investigation of this matter has remained open, and we've continued our efforts to gather information. With the new details revealed in today's blog post by Ms. Russell, Mr. Russell has been placed on administrative leave in in accordance with the joint MLB-MLBPA domestic violence policy. We're hopeful that this new information will allow us to complete the investigation as promptly as possible. The Cubs have lost a key player for an indeterminate amount of time, KB. Wow. That that is interesting. Strope out, too. The, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, and... Theo Epstein is getting ready to do a press conference, and uh, ownership but, ownership will uh, allegedly be taking place. We'll, we'll have a part in that as well. Uh, how, Chairman Tom Ricketts is going to be there. However, I mean, they do have a 40-man and cut to a 25, so it's not like they yeah. get one down. But nonetheless, well, nip this stuff in the bud. Um, anyway, what you really need to know, a recent survey asked Americans about their pre- and post-sex rituals. That's what we needed uh, okay. to know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's well, see. No, let's I'll see. Just... Begging and then apologizing. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, give you a couple of the top ten. Uh, the uh, top ten pre were take a shower, oh, uh, well. brush and floss teeth, light a candle, and shave, which opens the door to some follow-up questions that so we're not gonna go down oh, that road. Please, please. Conspicuous not. by its ad- absence is go to the ATM, which I. Thought <laughs> oh well, that's well, of course, yeah. And then a couple of the post. Uh, rituals were cuddling, have deep, meaningful conversations. Really? Okay. <laughs> um, order takeout, go on social media, and again, conspicuous by its absence is go to the ATM. You turn down the volume on the TV? No. Right. right. Um, what's happening now? The Timberwolves don't want to trade Jimmy Butler. He demanded a trade to one of three teams, the Nets, the Clippers, or the Knicks. That was on Tuesday. Their camp opens this coming Tuesday. And rival executives, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, rival executives who have called the Timberwolves inquiring about his availability have been rebuffed, and it is the Timberwolves' plan to hang on to the former Marquette star who wants out. Jimmy Butler, I don't know if he's mad about their offer because they didn't offer to max him out. He wants $190 million. Uh, I don't know. Well, who doesn't? But I don't think... um, Like what, 170 isn't good enough. Well, yeah, he turned out 100. But uh, it's just interesting that this messy thing. Now there's all kinds of waxy buildup with him and uh, Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns, and there are rumors that he may have, I don't know, taken liberties with a teammate's significant other. All that stuff is uh, bubbles around when stuff like this happens. The question is, will he hold out if the Timberwolves stick to this and say, hey, honor you? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your contract, will he hold out? Stay tuned. Why would you do that? Why would you keep someone on the team who is that disgruntled? I mean, they're not going to play all out, you know. They may not take it deliberately, but I don't think you're going to get their best effort. Probably not. Anyway, uh, earlier this week, iPhone users got a software update. You were updating your iPhone, right? I did the other day, yeah. Okay, did you get the new app? 
Uh, what new app is that? There's a new app that came with the update. It's called Measure, which allows people Measure. to figure out the length of objects in real time. So you just point at the camera at the object, tap uh, the endpoints, and uh, okay. it'll give you the measurement. So I'm going to give you one guess as to what men are measuring. Oh, gee, I don't even have to. Yeah, yeah, I... that's the that is what. So they know this. Oh, boy. Well, first of all, Apple knows this because they know everything that you do on your phone. That's a good point. So if you want to talk about privacy, just start measuring stuff on the phone. You're giving it right to Apple. So, um, yeah, that's that's the big thing that it's being used for now. And then oh posting goodness. about it on social media. What's happening now? The Browns won a football game. The victory fridge is open. People availed themselves of Bud Light. The city is still standing but, KB, they are expecting a uh, baby boom uh, sometime in June of 2019. Oh, you think? <laughs> yeah, because the Browns won a game. For winning Baker a Mayfield. game. Yep. Baker Mayfield uh, led the Browns to victory. He is now a hero in Cleveland. And he's a hero in Milwaukee because he's friends with Kristen Yelich and wore a Kristen Yelich jersey to the stadium yesterday and gave Yelich a pop in his postgame presser. I loved it. Yelich for MVP. What is... Um... Would it be more exciting if you were in Cleveland? Let's imagine we don't have the Packers and we have the Brewers and the Browns. Would okay. it be would the game where the Brewers clinch be more exciting than the one win for the Browns? Oh, that, what, what would light oh, you up? What would you yeah. like, What would you get totally jacked that's about? That's a good question. You know the one win because you know they they were going nuts last night. Yeah, absolutely crazy. We won one. And, uh, Insane. Yeah, it's almost like the Super Bowl for them. And, you know, it's a little tongue-in-cheek, but nonetheless, an exciting evening. But what you really need to know, the L.A. Kings are holding tryouts for an emergency backup goalie this weekend. And uh, supermodel Chrissy Teigen, maybe in that last June. I'm a fan of her work. Yeah, last June she had tweeted, um, I feel like I can absolutely be a hockey goalie. So the Kings retweeted the offer of a tryout. And she said, yeah, wait till you see this. You won't regret it. So we don't know if she's going to tryouts, but they oh. could put Chrissy Teigen in the big leg pads. That would be amazing. She's no Manon Rayon. No, definitely not. No, no Manon Rayon. And finally, what's happening now? Uh, if you go to thebig920.com, Gregory John has a blog. Here the Packers are going to face the Redskins, who have been the, the controversy over their name has been bubbling for years. Right, and nothing's happened. They haven't changed their helmet, their logo, or their nickname. Gregory John is intimately familiar with the proceedings in Hurley. And okay. You know what the Hurley mascot, Hurley High School mascot is? No. They are the midgets. Ah. And there's a committee formed by the school district to have a discussion about whether it's time to change the Hurley midgets moniker. They will have a recommendation by December. They want it to be a transparent process. Uh, a wide variety of representatives are on the committee, including students, community reps, parent-teacher organization members, booster club reps. Uh, no school board members on this committee, although they will recommend people for the panel. Nine to 15 people will decide the fate of the nickname, which they've decided is perhaps offensive to some. You know and what? They, and could, could expose them to lawsuits. You know, just, just get rid of the nickname. Okay, don't uh, you know what we're getting rid of this because you know it's going to be offensive to some people, right? Just get rid of it. The problem with schools getting rid of their nicknames 
isn't getting rid of the nickname. It's generally the follow-up one really sucks. Yeah. Okay? They never come back with anything good. We are Marquette Gold. Right, the Marquette Gold, but... You know, yeah, you could say, you by know, the way, Armin, I'm always going to be a warrior, but you can't always say yeah. I'm always going to be Armin, a midget. Your your institute of higher learning, Armin, of course, is a Marquette grad. They choked so badly when they named it Gold and then had to change it to Golden Eagles because Gold was so lame. That was they, they figured they realized they couldn't have a mascot green. that was a color. I was right? super Except like the Syracuse orange. They really thought it would work because Syracuse did, the Harvard did Crimson. I was so yeah. St. John's did the Red Storm. They had an opportunity. They could have gone back to Hilltoppers or Golden Avalanche, which was the original right. nickname, That's right? True, that would have been really cool, and it would have paid homage to a great bar, which is no longer with us, the Avalanche yeah. on Well Street. But it, they just choked. They didn't do anything that had any history to it or any reason to it. It was just like, hey, let's just be Golden Eagles. Why? I don't know. Well, they like gold. that gold thing was a cream deal, wasn't it? Didn't uh, push it was, that hard? It was focus group. To I don't most. think it was a cream. I don't, I don't know for sure, but um, they didn't let the students, the though, the vote after that on a number of names. So that, that could have won the vote, Drew, and it didn't. Golden yeah. Eagles won the vote. Yeah. Which is Who weird. counted the vote? Who counted the ballots? I mean, come on. What, are they, they going to cheat well, on the vote? I guess. Well, I and how many students wrote in? Screw yourself and make it warriors. They did that because I, I was one of the well, students. Then a lot did that. A lot wrote in so warriors. So there you go. I just like the fact that you know in Milwaukee the Jesuits thought that warriors were offensive, but you go sixty blocks west, west and the Lutherans are fine with it. That's <laughs> right. That's bit, you're right. Because Wisconsin Lutheran is they're the warriors. Yeah, I just I just thought okay, Hilltoppers or Golden Avalanche would have been much cooler and more historic. Uh, it was silly. Anyway, Hurley Midgets, I don't live in Hurley. They can call their teams whatever they want. Right. You it's know, not going to change my just, life. You know, the but it is, is a funny nickname. Go ahead and change it. Just make sure the follow-up one is decent. Oh, and, and as I recall, Armin, Golden Eagles won the vote over Lightning. No, you're talking, but that's that was like in 94. I'm talking about they re-voted after they... they Went away from gold. They they went with gold and they said this was wrong. We're gonna let you guys revote in a name. Then there was like twelve options. I think I voted for Hilltoppers, but I can't remember. A lot of my friends were trying to vote for like Golden Knights. Uh, I'm was... looking at a story here, and they're saying the students chose Golden Eagles over Lightning. So those those must have been the last two. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe that's possible. I thought that was the vote in '94 when Delio changed it and said we're no longer Warriors. Vote on these two things. Vote on War uh, Golden Eagles or Lightning. I I could be wrong though. Yeah, I think you're wrong, sir. I don't think I am, though. Really? Yeah, I think. Well, there'll be some Marquette people out there who are listening. Call there there uh, are folks Armin who remember then. people who are, uh, you know, who wanted to withhold their donations. Anyway, much ado about nicknames. Still, just get a good follow-up. That's all I'm saying. That's it. Uh, but and uh, this is one kind of for Armin and more Chrissy Teigen news. Uh, she revealed on Sunday night that her name had been pronounced wrong for so long that she stopped <laughs> correcting people and now goes yeah. by the mispronounced name. Her name apparently is supposed to be pronounced Tigan. Oh. And she goes with Tegan, but everyone pronounced it wrong, so she said, just go with it. So, go Armin, with it. Okay. How, do they, how do they mispronounce your name? Oh, many ways. I mean, like, Sarian is usually the... Sarian? Sarian's... I mean, Sarian's okay, but Sarian's the worst. Sarian is usually... Sarian? Yeah. Okay. I usually get misspelled, misspelled as I usually get misspelled a lot too. Yeah. So for, from now on, you're Sarian. All right, you're let's a do it. Constellation, you're an Armenian there you go. constellation. There you let's, go. let's do it. And 
for all the people and uh, our buddy Dave and Bayview and all the people that are calling. It was changed from Warriors to Golden Eagles, and people didn't like it, and then they thought they were being cool and changed it to gold, and they realized that was a debacle, so they let people vote, and Golden Eagles won over Lightning. No, no, but I, I still think the Lightning they was got rid of Warriors. They were one of the – Marquette was way ahead of the curve of getting rid of Warriors before anybody was raising a stink about anything. Right. I don't know, I'm, reading so, it, I'm, I'm reading it now. In 93-94, it was Lightning or – well, I don't know. It doesn't matter, but I think it was – Yeah, Lightning or Golden There was a larger yeah. vote in, in 2005 that I voted on because I remember voting for – Hilltoppers, but Golden Knights was getting some popularity, I think, oh, as nice. one of the options. That wouldn't have been yeah. that bad. That's what I thought. Now they're the Golden Eagles, and they've been the Golden Eagles long right. enough that no one really cares. But it's just funny to go back. And KB's right. When you change things, it takes a generation. It takes a know? generation, but just get a good People are still going to call Hurley the midgets no what matter did they what change, happens. What did they change uh, the fighting Sioux to? Because uh, that one isn't that good for North Dakota. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, and I know the Sioux Indian Nation said, no, we're okay with it. And they still changed it. But neither here nor there. Yes. Um, that is what's happening now. What's happening next on the uh, Drew Olson shows, we'll talk to Tom Hodricourt of the Journal Sentinel about your Milwaukee Brewers who are in Pittsburgh. KB's very concerned about this series, and we'll talk to Hodricourt about it. Maybe he can talk him off the ledge. Prince of Darkness is next on the Drew Olson show, broadcasting live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Baseball insider Tom Hodricourt from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is brought to you by Westtown Monona Tire, where Ted and Brandon lead a top-notch team to serve you at the corner of Gammon and Odana. Tom is also presented by Left's Lucky Town, 72nd and State Street in Wauwatosa. A great place to watch games, eat wings, and hang out with Drew and KB. You want to hang out with Drew and KB today? We're at Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. Port Washington Road, just north of Highland, joining us now from the Journal Sentinel, our good friend Tom Hodricourt, who's very familiar with this area. Tom, not far from where you used to live. Welcome to the north side. Yeah, how about that? They I let li- us in. I've lived during during my time in Milwaukee. I've lived in the city of Milwaukee, the village of Whitefish Bay, the village of Shorewood, the village of Mequon. Then a little interlude into New York, New Jersey, and now a long, long-running uh, um, residency in uh, Bayside. So I've covered the North Shore. You're the prince of the North Shore, I guess. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> All right, Tom, before we dive into the Brewers and what lies ahead this weekend and where they're at, the interesting stuff out of Chicago with Addison Russell placed on administrative leave while they continue their investigation. Well, this investigation has been going on for more than a year. But we are at a right. point now where there's new information because Addison Russell's wife's former attorney wrote a blog. Is that am I understanding this right? Or uh, yeah, did he do it, or was it from the ex-wife? Um, anyway, n- new information about that situation was brought forward, and and I guess some um, the ex-wife would not or did not testify the when MLB was holding their initial investigation. So. Yeah, I don't know what uh, I don't know all the details or what the statute of limitations is on one of these investigations, but I'm sure it's the last thing the the Cubs you know needed to come back around on them. They probably thought this was already done. Well, we are in the period of expanded rosters, but they're down a pretty good bat, and he's a pretty important guy to them. Yeah, I and we we don't want to ever put playing baseball over domestic violence but just looking at it from the baseball viewpoint 
you know, they do. I, I assume they'll just put Javi Baez at shortstop. Uh, he uh, has played short when Russell's not been available. Yeah, and, and they have Daniel Murphy to play second now. Yeah, or Zobrist. Badly. You know, so, uh, or Zobrist, yeah. Yeah, so, so I, I don't think uh, – I mean, you never want uh, – again – Again, we're not putting baseball ahead of domestic violence, but you never, you never want to uh, beat down one of your regular guys. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, Russell's been a, Russell's been a good player for him. So, be interesting to see how that plays out and how long that plays out. I mean, we're down to the final, yeah. you know, not nine days of the season now. Yeah, and the fact that they put him on leave now, I think, speaks to the the urgency there. The fact that they and they've been investigating this for a long time. Right. And if this is the cooperation right. they were seeking, maybe we'll get the suspension now. And it just seems like, or or do they say it'll, he can serve it next year? Or it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out from uh, just the Rob Manfred's point of view and the, the commissioner's office. How right. they like they've suspended guys under this policy before: Araldus Chapman and Reyes right. and right. Roberto Osuna, right. most notably recently. So, just interesting right. stuff. Tom, speaking of teams being short-handed. Will the Brewers have the services of Lorenzo Cain tonight or this weekend during the, their series in Pittsburgh? What do you think? Yeah, yeah I, hard to say. I don't know about tonight. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not with the team in Pittsburgh, but I'm sure we'll hear something from there in the next few hours. I'm picking them up uh, Monday in St. Louis. Um, but, you know, those intercostal slash oblique slash rib cage, whatever you want to call it, those are tricky things. And, uh, You've got to make sure it's right because if you blow it out all the way, you're done for the rest of the year, no matter mm-hmm. how many more games the Brewers play. So I'm sure they're going to be cautious with that. You, I mean, Kane's obviously a huge guy on the team, and they certainly don't want to be missing him, but they don't want to, you know, have him hurt it worse and then be gone either. So, Well, and it's not so much of, you know, blowing out the injury, but – you know, compensating because you've got pain, and it can, you know, especially with something like that, it can mess with your swing. Um, if you're if you're doing things and and to keep you yeah. from hurting, and and you could get into a bad habit pretty easily. And and he was doing that self admittedly in his last game. He said he was protecting himself, you know, with a different kind of swing. And to his credit, Craig Council noticed it immediately and said it didn't look right to him, and so they took him out of the game. So. Yeah, it's like a pitcher with a sore shoulder or a sore elbow. You know, is he going to screw up something else by... uh Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Trying to uh, compensate for that. So, um, you know, at least they have lots of outfield depth. There's only one Lorenzo Payne. I mean, he's, uh, if you believe in war, he's like one of the league leaders in war, which means that he's hard to replace, right? Wins above replacement, he's hard to replace. (laughs) That's what war is all about, is can you be replaced? Speaking of war and speaking of the uh, MVP race, uh, Baker Mayfield wearing the Christian Yelich jersey, their workout buddies, or apparently they met met each other in the offseason and they've stayed in touch and gone to dinner and stuff and hung out. Uh, 
there was a little controversy on our very station when the, on the Dan Patrick Show when John Smoltz was going through NL MVP candidates and overlooked Christian Yelich. As you, I'm sure you mentioned, you heard on Twitter, Tom, Brewers fans didn't like that much. Yeah, it's hard. If he was doing, I, I didn't see that segment. I don't know how extensive um, that segment was, but I was told that he had plenty of time <laughs> to think of think of Christian Yelich and, and mention his name. So yeah, it's, you know, I, I think John Smoltz is a really good baseball guy, and I think he knows what he's talking about. So I'm just gonna call that an error of omission and. I don't know. I don't think there was any harm meant there, but obviously, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people think it's between Baez and Yelich. I, uh, you know, as I wrote uh, this morning and online yesterday, you know, Yelich compares favorably with anybody. In what is one of the better MVP fields I can recall? You've done some voting on it, Drew. I mean, yeah. this, this MVP, this MVP field in the National League has some real depth. Absolutely. There's just, yeah, Goldschmidt, even, you know, Aguilar, and people will say, well, he tailed off and he got quiet for the last couple couple months, but uh, what he did in the first half carried the Brewers, and right. his overall numbers are nothing to sneeze at. So he could be a, like a, a second five, you know, a bottom five candidate. Yeah, there's ten names on that uh, ballot, um, and Aguilar deserves consideration for one of the ten. You know, Lorenzo Cain totally does. Agree. And Christian Yelich does, you know. I um, entering the week, I sort of had Baez, Yelich, and um, Story, Trevor Story, um, separating themselves from the pack a little bit because Goldschmidt and Carpenter had cooled off, but um, Story got hurt, uh, which doesn't help in a close race. You know, missing any time, and uh, isn't it interesting that they lost every game since he got hurt too? So. He had, yeah. he had kind of put that team on his shoulders just like um, Yelich has. And I pointed out he's not even the best player on the team. Arenado is the best player on the team, on that team. Exactly. So, uh, Freddie Freeman's picking up the pace now, too, after he had slowed down a little bit. And, uh, you know, Atlanta's going to win their division. Freddie Freeman's going to have consideration. So this is going to be one of those years where it's going to be important to line the guys up right um, because – Missing a guy, like in second or third place or whatever, it could cost him MVP. Absolutely. We're talking to Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel here, the Drew Olson Show. Drew and KB live today from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. All right, final thoughts for you, Tom. The uh, Entering today, the Brewers, I believe their tragic number is eight to lose the division to the Cubs, which would be any Sounds combination right. of eight losses by the Brewers and eight victories by the Cubs would be elimination but they lead the cardinals by three games in the race for the first wild card spot with nine to play and three coming up that you'll be covering uh for us on monday monday night at bush stadium with those three games so yeah. you know uh they're they're in a pretty good position that way to host a one game playoff right yeah they need to get to st louis in good shape though you know and, uh, they don't really want to be losing ground to them and then play them head to head and have the chance of st louis passing them so they got a, they got some work to do this weekend in Pittsburgh against a team that they have not been able to beat this year and facing pitchers that they had trouble with last weekend, Nova and Trevor Williams. I, I personally think tonight's a big night in the wild card race because the Brewers need to beat Nova uh, before they face Trevor Williams, who's been the best pitcher in the league in the second half. And the Cardinals are facing Madison Bumgarner. That's probably the best chance the Giants have a right. winning a game in St. Louis. So I think tonight's kind of a big night. This, 
It's going to be fun. Tom, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. We will catch up with you Monday when you're in St. Louis. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Have a good weekend. All right. Tom Hodricourt, the mayor of the North Shore of Milwaukee. He's brought to us in part by Bobcat Plus, locations in Butler, Appleton, Pier, and Chippewa Falls. It's the Drew Olson Show, live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Cheers. And we are back here on the Drew Olson Show. Drew has stepped aside for a moment because I'm going to totally geek out on golf stuff. We're up here at Lynx Performance Golf Center in Mequon, at the uh, just a little bit north of Highland Road, uh, Port Washington on Port Washington Road, and um, I'm here with Paul Lay, who is the uh, representative for Cleveland. Cla- I feel like Chuck Garbedian that I'm doing this now. <laughs> He's a rep for Cleveland Classic or Cleveland Golf and uh, for. Um, Srixon, and he's the guy that's been trying to talk me into these uh, clubs. How are you doing? Wonderful. Thanks for having me. So this is a big, you're going to be coming out here doing a demo, right? We're here tomorrow from 10 to 2, maybe a little later if, uh, if you call ahead. So um, if, no one, if no one out there has ever demoed clubs, you know, anytime I see a demo day, um, I love to do them because you can just sit there and hit anything that you want. And uh, you try this driver, try that driver, hit these irons. So, um, what do you what do you take the what are you going to take the people through tomorrow? Well, pretty much all our, our entire line. We'll have everything here from Cleveland Golf, from Strixon, all the new irons, all the new driver, uh, some of the Zexio product as well for our our slower swing speed players. We have a, a line of clubs that's designed specifically for them. We'll have that here as well. Obviously, TrackMan, which is the cool thing you see on TV when they hit the golf yes. shot and they show the tracer. We have that machine here, so we'll be able to do uh, ball speed, spin rates, all the all the fun launch angle, launch nerd stuff. Launch, we're going to talk about monitors. right now, right? I've never I've never hit with a launch monitor, and you know I don't even know if I want to because I have no idea what it's going to do. I have no idea what it would tell me. That's I just know if I hit it good or not. Sometimes it, it is a little depressing to see what it actually flew. When you think, oh, man, I hit it 300 every time off the tee, and you look at it, it's like it carried 210, <laughs> 227 rollout. So um, from 10 to 2, now, you've been working me on these irons, and uh, I came out here and hit them about, uh, I don't know, about two weeks yeah, ago. Two it's weeks the ago. new Strix on the 785. Now, Correct. So um, I'm, I'm getting really hardcore on this arm, aren't I? I'm... Ooh, now that's <laughs> hardcore. So, but these are the same irons that Hideki Matsuyama hits. Correct. Yeah, he has, I believe, the 4, 5, and 6, or the 5 and 6 of the 785. And he has 965s, the blade iron in the uh, the lower irons right now. Wow. I didn't know he mixed them up that mm-hmm. much. So, he, he, it's weekly. There's something different in his golf bag practically week to week. I mean, that's just crazy how those guys, um, what tour player is not playing with what you buy off the rack. You can't go to Dick's and get what those guys are playing, and they're all fitted, too. Correct. And um, that's what you do, too. You do club fittings, right? Absolutely, and that's, and that's exactly what we'll do during the demo day with TrackMan. That's exactly what the tour pros do on tour. The difference is they get them for free. They get a check to play them sometimes, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> they we're, get not a hand- trailer. we're not handing out endorsement deals tomorrow. They get to go into the tour trailer <laughs> and say, regrip these, and I want one and a half wraps on this, and one wrap around the right hand and all that. That's goofy. The joke on the tour trailers, if it's, is, if it's free, it's for me. So they'll really? go get as much as they can, believe it or not. They're just like average Joes. And uh, Cleveland is, for me, because I, uh, I play Cleveland wedges, and that is um, 
To me, that's the go-to wedge. Well, to me too. Obviously, I'm biased. I, I have a contractual obligation to say that, but I believe it too. I mean, obviously, we've we've made wedges. We basically created the category in 1979. Uh, we were the first one to start selling wedges as not part of a whole set. You couldn't go to a golf store like this 40-something years ago and buy individual clubs. You went in and you bought a set of clubs. It wasn't even an option. We right. were one of the first companies to sell, hey, you want a sand wedge? Here's an individual sand wedge. You need a, a wedge that fits between your pitching wedge and your sand wedge? I've got that too. Most of, I think that's the most important club in the bag. Agreed. And it's the most important part in what we do with, with demo days for wedge fitting is we will look at your golf bag and figure out what your lofts of your existing clubs are and try to help you figure out what you need to add to that. You, you might have a big gap. If you've got a pitching wedge, and just a lob wedge, you're missing could be two or three clubs in there. It's like playing with a six iron and then skipping all the way down to your nine iron, well, taking the seven and the eight out of the back. Okay, I'm a wedge geek because I have a 52, 54, 56, 58, and 60. You're bonkers. And I just change them out. <laughs> I don't carry all this, five. Those are I'm all with you. Mixing. Right, right. You know, mm, I, I switch them out sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I might go 54, 58. Sometimes Depends on the layout. 52, yep. 56, 60. So, um, but... Um, People don't realize too that um, why don't you know what we got to go to break. Why don't we give away a couple of wedges? We're going to give away some wedges. Okay. If you're available to get fit either today or tomorrow, we'll fit you for Ar- it too. Yeah, Armin, tell you what, take callers ten and eleven, and they'll get a Cleveland wedge. They have to come out here tomorrow to Link's Performance. It will be custom fit for them. Um, and this sale is going on Friday, today, Saturday, and Sunday. 10 and 11, you're getting yourself a custom-fit Cleveland wedge here on the Drew Olson Show. It's Friday on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Mr. Costanza, Mr. Penske's here to see you. Drew and KB are getting in the swing today. Broadcasting live from the end of the season sale at Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. Blue skies, fresh-cut grass, birds chirping. Geez, you love this golf stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. They'll raid the Journal Sentinel cabinet again and talk with Tom Hodricourt about the Brewers and Jim Ozarski about the Packers. They probably won't talk to Packers tight end Jimmy Graham, Beyonce, or Danny DeVito, but you never know. Bite me, doughboy. And now, they're guaranteed to pound a couple of buckets this weekend, but we don't know if they'll contain range balls, wings, or beer. Live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon, here's Drew and KB. Tell the babysitter we're going deep. You just be a good girl. Well, I'm getting older and grumpier. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Bongo, 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 bongo. Pain. I don't ever want to be successful. Many yards me hit bicep. You know, just hanging out. Just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I respect the scorpion. Oh, wow. We're going head up, Woody. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you God. know what I'm saying? Oh Hi, this is Barry Manilow inviting everybody to turn the radio off. What the what dick? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> Show me another sports show that has Barry Manilow on the opening montage. Show me. I don't think you can. Drew and KB live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. Having a great day today. How are you doing, KB? 
What's going on, brother man? You know, yeah. Barry Manilow, we got to get Armin to stretch that out because he says turn the radio up on the on, w- on the big 920. 920. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and that's then true, yeah. show me another show that can segue from Barry Manilow to Wu-Tang Clan. No one. No one. No one can do that. No one. That's a power and, move. And that means that it's time for us to talk to our buddy Jim Ozarski from the Journal Sentinel. Good afternoon, Jim. Yeah, good afternoon. That That is a... Uh... <laughs> That, that is an interesting segue. I'll give you guys credit for that. That's right. We're professionals. We're, Do not try it at home. We're, we're showing our range right now. And speaking of yeah. range, um, there's a driving range about uh, 25 feet from us right now, and KB's got the itch. Jim, I know you're a guy who likes to sling it at the stick. Do you need any equipment? Because everything is on sale here at Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. Well, you know, it, it, since it's always the equipment's fault and not my own, uh, <laughs> of course, I, like you always need new because that that will make me better, without a doubt. <laughs> Other than golf riders, I think uh, NFL riders probably play more golf than anybody because your time off and your slow season tends to coincide with nice weather. <laughs> yeah, well, that is true. Although now with you know the way they do these uh, they, the camps and everything in, in May, and, I don't know. They, they do try to mess it up for you, though. They do try. Yeah, <laughs> they try to go year-round on it. There's no doubt. Right. All right, so... First question we have for you is, who's going to be the person to break through and get Jimmy Graham to talk? Not that he's got anything great to say, but I imagine now it's become kind of like a contest. And I go back to my baseball writing days when Albert Bell wasn't talking to the media. And my dear friend Tom Keegan from the New York Post said, uh, Bell would not comment to the press, but he glared exclusively at the Post. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Jimmy Graham did speak today, uh, gentlemen. It was uh, oh, the first time really? July 28th. Yeah. Um, he, and it it was a group setting, so there was uh, no exclusive, if you will. It was just um, kind of mundane and regular, like anyone else would do, like in front of their locker, in front of myself, uh, various other beat writers and TV stations, and um, you know. But it was just the first time in in months. You know what? I, I wonder if he caught wind about uh, what we were talking about yesterday on the air because the overwhelming opinion about whether or not he talked to the media was we could care less. Yeah, fans could not care less. You put the nod yeah, in. Right. Could not, not care, care less. less. It, and it's a weird thing, guys, because, I mean. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's part of their, I guess, for the, the fan point of view, it is in their contract. Like, I mean, that's part of the standard operating agreement of being an NFL player. Like, so it's not – there was no, you know, us us as in media folks being mad at him or whatever. It's just more of a this is part of the job requirement. So we have to, you know, have you do your job. Um, you know, so I, as far as how that played out maybe with other outlets and other writers, that that's – you know, that was between Jimmy and Rob Demosky over at ESPN. But, you know, um, we weren't – there was no, yeah, uh, bad vibes or bad blood about it. And actually, Jimmy was great today, and I wasn't here yet 
the, the two other times he spoke, and he was just as affable and funny today as he was back then. Um, it's just something he doesn't like to do, but it's just, according wow. to the NFL, you have to do it. <laughs> He also doesn't like to get ten, get docked tens of thousands of dollars. So that's that's, that's breaking news that he spoke. But I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't that enlightening though. And that's what it comes down to is like, what's he going to say? That's going to be like he could go out there and do the Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. And you know, right, well, how does that, that enhance anybody's bigger, life? And that becomes a bigger story. Okay, look, it, here's the thing. Um, Jimmy Graham was signed to be a difference maker in this offense after games. You know, when you catch eight balls uh, for 95 yards and and you had a key reception um, that led to a potential game-winning field goal, I mean, that that stuff matters in the scheme of reporting about the game. Um, So we kind of had a lot of catch-up to do with Jimmy in terms of how the Bears played him, what he did against the Vikings, and, and of course, Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, ideally you would think perhaps Sunday if he catches his first touchdown – as a member of the Packers, and they can actually convert third downs. They can actually convert in the red zone, which they have yet to do. Um, you know, that matters because it's hard for another player to speak for another player um, when that other guy does well. So I, I think as the year goes on, hopefully Jimmy didn't find it too annoying to speak to us for, I think it was five minutes, you know? Oh, <laughs> it, boy. It, 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 yeah, it's not enlightening to, like, but, but it, it will help us convey what the Packers are doing to the readers uh, and Packers fans, frankly, uh, if he does have good games like that. That's fantastic. We're talking to Jim Ozarski from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, next question for you, Jim, is when you, if you guys all follow your stories, everybody beats deadline and the desk is all clear and everything, and there was a victory fridge for you and your Journal Sentinel compatriots, what would be in it? A victory fridge. Wow, that that's. Uh, that is a great question. Well, um, <laughs> considering I have not road tripped with my my colleagues on the Brewers beat, I, I can't. I, I don't think I should speak for Tom and Todd on what they would want. Um, and this is my first road trip with Tom Silverstein, so uh, this is all new to me, uh, Drew. Oh, then we'll ask you after a night out with them. After Saturday night out yeah. in D.C., we'll ask you. Yeah, I, but the, you know, now, the now Cleveland for, winning last night obviously okay. is the jumping off point, and that's like the the story in the NFL right. is like, hey, they got a bunch of Packers guys running the show, and John Dorsey and, and Elliot Wolf at all, right. and suddenly they're going to be legitimate. Do you think this are they are they headed in the right uh, direction finally? Maybe I don't know. I, look, I mean, they won for the first time in in since 2016, so technically it's in the right direction. Um, look, I covered Hugh Jackson in Cincinnati before he took that job. I've, I've seen him coach the last two years. Um, I struggle with, with him as a head coach, guys, to be honest. Um, I, I struggle with that dynamic of him and Todd Haley uh, coexisting as a play call, as guys who are very dominant play callers. Fans, NFL fans saw that in hard knocks to a degree. Um, I mean, look, just last week, guys, Hugh came out and said, well, I had no idea Zane Gonzalez was hurt before trotting him out there to try to kick field goals and extra points. So, oh, I mean, boy. they're still – look, they won a game against a bad Jets team. That's great for them. Um, Baker Mayfield may yet prove to be good. I'll, I'll be honest, guys, I remember watching Johnny Manziel throw for 300 yards and have a rating of 130 uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I saw him have a rating of 100. Yeah in a win against Tennessee. Like I just, 
I, I don't I can't get there with the the hype of a one game situation. The track record's too long with that coaching staff. I, I we gotta wait and see. Yeah. That's a good point. All right, final question for you, Jim Ozarski from the Journal Sentinel. Which side of the ball will be the Packers most be challenged on Sunday? I mean, we, we kind of <laughs> yeah. they, they just faced two tough defenses, and here here comes some more guys that you've heard of. And now on offense, they got you know Alex Smith and Adrian Peterson, and with Kevin King out. So on which side? I, I still think I think the Packers will probably win relatively comfortably. But which side will challenge them more: the Redskins' offense or the Redskins' defense? Yeah, I, I agree there. Um, I, yeah. Wow, to be challenged more. I think it might be kind of easy for both. You know, I'll go with the defense in this in this way. A, Alex Smith is mobile. He he can run that read pass uh, the run pass option as well as anybody in this league. We wrote about that at, at JS Online PackersNews.com this week, guys. Um, Chris Thompson, very good. I'm, I'm not a big believer in Adrian Peterson anymore, but I, I do believe in Jordan Reed. Um, and I don't know. I mean, mm. will they get a pass rush this week? Um, the, the Reds, you know, Washington's offensive line, excuse me, is, um, not great. Alex Smith's been sacked six times through two weeks against kind of bad defenses. So is, but I don't know yet. I can the Packers pass rush with their front four. I I don't know. So I'll go there in terms of quote unquote being challenged. Um, because you have some veterans and Alex Smith and Chris Thompson and Jordan Reed, who are very talented and present matchup problems. Um, you know, so I'll stick with that part, but I do think generally you're right. Uh, this should be a – I'm going 28-14 uh, Packers victory, and, and it might be – it might feel <laughs> more lopsided than that. Just like the crowd might feel more lopsided. They might, it might be 40% right. Packers fans, but it's going <laughs> to seem like a home game. Jimmy, thanks for joining us, man. Have a great weekend in D.C., and we'll talk to you again. Yeah, anytime. I'll figure out that, that bridge question for you guys for yes. next week. Yes, ask the guys. That'll be great. Thanks. Jim Ozarski, Journal Sentinel. Uh, JSonline.com, PackersNews.com. KB, if you had a victory fridge, what would be in it? I'm thinking peanut butter cups. Um, Reese's peanut butter cups. Now there would be um, probably uh, Girl Scout Thin Mints. Ah, Thin Mints. That wouldn't be bad. Okay. Maraschino cherries. Because, <laughs> you know, beer is just always with us anyway, so we'll mm-hmm. have to see. When we come back, we're going to talk Badgers, Hawkeyes. Mike Lucas from Lucas in the Morning and UWBadgers.com joins us next on the Drew Olson Show, live from Lynx Performance Golf. In Mequon, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. If you're like me, you're... Rolling along the Friday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, broadcasting live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon, joined by KB. And now, pleased to be joined by the host of Lucas in the Morning from UWBadgers.com. It's our pal Mike Lucas. Hello, Mike. How you doing, boys? Good. How about you? Getting ready for that uh, beautiful jaunt down to Iowa City. Well, this is the game that's for the uh, Big Ten West. <laughs> this is like this is like NASCAR having having the uh, Daytona 500 in the first race. Yeah, it does. It does look like it's going to play out that way. And I should point out that it's much better going to Iowa City uh, at this time of the year rather than the middle of winter. Uh, the drive okay. is not all that bad. I can I can imagine I, I can imagine. So that atmosphere is that's uh, it, one of the tougher plays uh, places to play in the league, isn't it? People say that's Iowa City's where dreams go to die. I think it's the loudest venue. I, I put it right there with Penn State since uh, the Nittany Lions have kind of 
reinvented themselves under Franklin. Uh, it can get really loud there, and Wisconsin will find out just how loud a little bit later in the season. But I've always thought Kinnick uh, is one of the tougher places to play if you're an opponent, which after having said that, um, it's hard to believe that Batters won four straight games there. Uh, one of the oddities of this series for about the last seven to eight years, the road team has been very successful, with the exception of last year when Iowa was really flat coming in here and got crushed. But it, the, the fans are right on top of you. I don't know if either one of you have ever seen a game uh, at Kinnick Stadium, but there, there's not a whole lot no. of room. There's there's no room between the boundary and the bench area and that first row of the seat. So the, over the years, uh, some the hecklers have been pretty funny. You know, they try to get on. Uh, the visiting team, and the, the, all the players are aware of it. But the older guys tell the younger guys, "Be prepared, because you're going to hear a lot of things you probably ever never have heard before." So, uh, Lukey, the first three games, I just got the sense that the Badgers were lacking a sense of urgency. Is what? that going to happen? I no, I did in the okay. first. They didn't come out hard and fast in the first halves of any of those games. I mean, what is your feeling? You're there. You watch it. You know. I thought that, there, that you could make that argument against BYU, that the urgency wasn't there after BYU showed how physical of a game it was going to be. Now, normally, uh, Wisconsin would have counterpunched, but it wasn't, for whatever reason, it wasn't there. And the most disappointing thing from my perspective was that uh, BYU just took Wisconsin's script um, and played off it better than Wisconsin did. Uh, it's very unusual to see what a Wisconsin team in Camp Randall, get beat on the line of scrimmage, lose the battle in the trenches, um, get outperformed in special teams, um, and then just generally not play with what you just mentioned, the type of urgency you would expect uh, against that type of opponent. It's not certainly going to be the best team that they see all year, but it was one of the more physical teams, and, and Wisconsin didn't respond. And It's a tough back-to-back, as physical as that game is or was. It'll be just as physical and more so. Saturday night, and we're really going to find out a lot about them. Uh, you know, what, what is this team all about this year? We know last year's team um, had a, a great record against, you know, probably subpar competition for the most part. Um, how good is this team? I think that's be one of the questions we'll we'll get an answer to on Saturday night. Everybody looks at Hornybrook all the time because that's the that's what comes when you're when you're the quarterback. But what about on the defensive side? Who's the guy that uh, that you look to? to be the leader because uh, you noticed a drop-off when Van Ginkle got hurt, right? I mean, so who's, who's yeah, the guy? Who's, who's the glue guy? No, I, I, that's, you raised a good point there. Van Ginkle, um, who had played well late last year, uh, when he was out of the lineup, the drop-off was significant. I think Zach Bond is going to be okay, but he just needs more playing time. When you think about what they've been able to put on the field over in the last two or three years, going back to Joe, the show, Joe Schobert, um, and, and then – you had Watt and Beagle, and then last year you had Dooley and Jacobs. Those are really, you know, prime time players who made a lot of plays. Now, Van Ginkle can be in that category, but without him, they didn't have anyone really um, to pressure the quarterback. If you're asking who are the leaders on defense, you know, Dakota Dixon is a leader, but uh, I don't know that he has that big of an impact on the outcome of games as much as he gets people lined up right, and he's terrific uh, in the locker room and off the field. Um, the two inside linebackers are the strength of the team, and neither one of them played very well against BYU, TJ Edwards and Ryan Conley. Why? I don't know. They didn't have good games. Um, it might have something to do with the scheme they saw. It just, it just happens sometimes, I suppose. But if Wisconsin's going to 
beat Iowa, uh, you're, you're going to look to Edwards and Conley to kind of set a tempo or a tone. So that's the question. We're talking to Mike Lucas here on the Drew Olson Show, joined by KB at Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. That's the question. Is you know, Coaches always – the word is overused in sports now, adversity. Someone gets a hangnail, and that's adversity, and that's, you know, oh, we got to overcome adversity. Well, adversity is losing that game at home and how they respond to it. Um, Paul Christ and his coaches have been through it, but when you have a young team, it could kind of go either way, couldn't it? The, the, the first time things get tough in your first road game, th- that will be the test. That's, so will we learn more about the Badgers this week than possibly in any other week of the season? Yeah, I think so. I, re- I really do. I mean, it's going to be a totally different test and challenge when these guys go to Michigan and Penn State. But now, as you just point out, everyone was disappointed with the way they played last week on their home turf. And, and they know it's not going to be easy at, on a 7.30 kickoff at Kinnick Stadium. You've got uh, a young secondary, with the exception I, I mentioned, Dakota Dixon, but you've got first-time starters in those other positions. Um, fairly young now coming off the edge. So that's why I point to Edwards and Connolly and Olivia Sonopolo. But what kind of impact can a nose guard have? You can't really change the direction of the game um, as much as maybe a linebacker who can pick off a pass or force a fumble. That's what they're going to need. They have to be so good in all three phases this week. I suppose they weren't very good last week. Um, Iowa plays with great intensity and urgency at home. Uh, they beat Michigan at home. They beat Ohio State last year at home. They came one play away from beating Penn State at home. And they know that. These guys know that going in, and they, they know they can't afford to have the types of mistakes that they've had thus far this year. As KB said, you've got to play with a lot more urgency if you want to be competitive with Iowa. Lukey, how are you seeing this Packers game against the Redskins this week? I, I might be the only one. In the, I think it's kind of a trap. I mean, <laughs> how much emotion did they spend uh, getting ready for the Bears and then just that overtime with the Vikings? Uh, this week, McCarthy called off a of practice because of uh, what he felt like giving them somewhat of a break from the high-intensity levels of those two games, the heat that they played in. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Washington. What do we know about Washington other than Alex Smith is there and they got a bad owner and nobody's going to the games? You know, they had, yeah. what, under 31, they had 31,000 empty seats last week uh, for, the, yeah. for their home opener. I just think it's just seats. kind of, yeah. yes, empty seats. Wow. So they, empty. Yeah, this was, that was the first time in, what, 50 years that they had, hadn't sold out? Something like That's that. That's right. Some ridiculous number. But I, it, it just, to, to me, on the far outside looking in, it's all the ingredients for an upset because nobody's really counting on Washington doing anything this year. And the Packers, you know, I don't know how they felt about a tie. No one could feel good about that. But they've gone through kind of an emotional roller coaster, certainly in those first two games, for a lot of reasons. You know, the, the entire scenario around Rodgers' injury and how much he practices. Um, that's The yeah, line is what? He's going to practice points? Saturday. Yeah, the line it started, yeah. was at three, and now it's dipped below. So, yeah, so, so I think guys in Vegas aren't quite sure what they're going to see. What do you think? Yeah, you're, you're probably right. I just 
again, like when the Packers needed a stop, they couldn't come up with it. Again, and Cousins is good, and the Vikings are a good outfit, but uh, until I see them consistently, you know, stop people and get off the field on third down, I don't know that I can, you know, say that they've radically changed things. Uh, if you look at his record, Alex Smith's got to be one of the better quarterbacks that everyone loves to hate. I mean, is it just timing with him? Yeah, I mean, that's a good every, point. You think he, you think it's been a fun week for him to read all the stories about how uh, he went in the same draft with Aaron Rodgers and he's a really good quarterback and you are Alex Smith. Yeah, every time they play, he has to put up with that stuff. That's true. And McCarthy was his first offensive coordinator. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, I you got that I, going I'm for you too. I'm anxious to see if Adrian Peterson's got anything left at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. They're, they've had so many injuries to the receiving core and the running backs. They're going to have to rely on OAP. Yeah, if you have, if you have him in fantasy, I don't know if he's, if he's going to take you to the title or not. I don't think he's going to. No, I Luki, don't, thanks I don't for joining us, man. Thanks, we appreciate boy, it. As always, fast. safe travels to Iowa and back. Will do. And Bye-bye. we'll be listening to you on Monday morning. Mike Lucas, you hear him from 6 to 8 a.m. KB used to work that shift. It's not easy. It's no, no, it is not. Got to be an Iron Man to work that 6 a.m. shift every day, day after day, week after and, week. And you wouldn't know he was getting up early. He's as sharp <laughs> as a nail. I think Luki only comes, sleeps like an hour and a half a day. He comes out of the gate hot. Yeah. He's like Michelangelo, sleeps an hour and a half a day. In like three different shifts. That's all he needs. We are live today from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. It is, uh, for those of you familiar with the area, we're on Port Washington Road just north of Highland, near the Highland House in Concordia University of Wisconsin. We're here till 3, but they're here all weekend. Saturday, 8 to 5. Sunday, 8 to 12. They're open till 7. Tonight, apparel's on sale. Equipment's on sale. They will take care of your fittings tomorrow, as as KB talked about at Club Fittings. It's a good place to be. Thinking about getting that last fall golf in Wisconsin. Once the mosquitoes go away, fall golf will be spectacular. They're bad, but it's blowing today, so it's not as bad. Absolutely. We have the often imitated but never duplicated KB View from the Couch coming at you next on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Rolling along the Friday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. Broadcasting live from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. Open till 7 tonight, 8 to 5 tomorrow, Sunday, 8 to noon. Get some good deals on golf apparel. Maybe, KB, Sunday would be a day with the Packers starting at noon. Set that DVR, play play, play around a golf, and then oh, go home and I've catch done up. That. Oh, I've done that on many occasions. Well, that's and then you go in, and then you can stop. You can get through. You don't have to watch the. Uh, you don't have to watch the commercials. You can zip through. You can go forward. You go backward. It's the best way to watch a game. I just picked up a couple of Adidas golf shirts that look spectacular, and they're half price. And I, uh, you know, I will wear KB. I'm not loyal to any brand of shirt. Uh, I'm available I'm really for not either. endorsements, but I have Under Armour, Nike, and uh, Adidas. I like them all, but I just go by what looks cool. I'm just uh, you know the dry fit. Um, not so much. I, I like the dry fit, but uh, sometimes oh. it gets a little staticky, although, you know, the wicking capabilities are That's, quite superior. Are you kidding me? I, I, I can't go back. Cotton, really? Pima cotton, I'm not going back. It's okay. dry fit. Summer, All right. Got to be dry fit. All right. It is time. It's often imitated. It's never duplicated. It's Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my pal KB to bring you his view from the couch. 
All right. Uh, now it is time for, view f for a view from the couch. Candle view of the world. See from my couch. I'd like to point out the views expressed here are my own and not those of the Big 920, the Big 1070, or iHeartRadio. So if anything I have to say bothers you, get over it. I now love we, how quickly you read that Joe Isuzu di disclaimer. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I just had to change the radio stations because this has been <laughs> in my long-term memory. Um, we didn't get to this earlier in the week because everything was so busy. But uh, if you recall, last weekend I officiated a wedding. That's right. Because I am an ordained minister in the Universal Life Church. Uh, if you want to learn more, it's universallifechurch.com. Uh, and a lot of people asked me, they said, how do you become a minister? And I said, well... You go to universallifechurch.com, first name, last name, email address, submit, and you are a minister. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I'm, I'm now less impressed by your, you know, accomplishment so, last weekend. Anyway, the son of a friend of mine, his fiance, asked me to officiate, and having never officiated a wedding, I said yes, I'd love to. And then they said, have you ever done this before? And I said yes, which I hadn't. <laughs> but, you know, why not? So, uh, but the reason they asked is they didn't want all the formality and the pomp and circumstance. They wanted to be serious but not mushy, so the parameters, that's right in my wheelhouse. Now, a little background here. My son played hockey with the groom in high school, and the, and the bride is, you know, easygoing and a lot of fun. So all I had to do was weave sports and pop culture references through the ceremony. That's what they asked for. You know, can you, it's just all inside Again, stuff. total fastball down the middle oh, for Oh, for you. me, yeah. So what I wanted to do, because we didn't get to it earlier in the week, I want to share parts of the ceremony with you. <laughs> and now I did do some serious love, honor, and cherish stuff, so I'm not going to be going into that part. Oh, yeah, wait. forget that crap. No, we don't want to hear any of that. <laughs> um, and to protect the innocent, I will refer to the bride and groom as Dan and Linda. That is not their name. So this is how the, you know, I welcome everybody, and the, the bride and the groom are standing in front of me, and this is how I start. Great marriages are born from great opportunity. <laughs> oh, man. And that is what we have here today. <laughs> One opportunity. If you and I were presented with ten during our lifetime, we'd probably miss nine. <laughs> but not Dan and Linda. Not this time. Not today. Today, Dan and Linda share the greatest love in the world. And then I looked at him and I said, you were born to be husband and wife. <laughs> That's awesome. And you were meant to be here today. Oh, good God. <laughs> Herb Brooks, ladies and gentlemen. This is your time. <laughs> today, the rest of us here, we've had our time. Our time is over. This is your time. And it's up to you to go out and make the most of it. So after that, I slide into a Wedding Crashers reference. Uh-oh. And I say, they say true love is a soul recognizing its counterpoint in another, which is the line that Owen Wilson gave to Rachel McAdams when she had the <laughs> oh, yeah. thing. And I said, that couldn't be more true with Dan and Linda. Then, you know, I rolled into the vows and some nice stuff and finished, and, and I got, you know, done, and, and then I finished up with this. And Armin, I know you're going to love this. And if you ever get married and invite a woman into the fortress of solitude... <laughs> After hearing this, I know for a fact you are going to want me as your officiant, right? So we get done, you know, and I say, will you take and blah, blah, blah. And I said, now, before I formally pronounce you man and wife, I have to say one more thing. And I said, there's a wedding tradition not to talk about the next step until you've taken the one in front of you. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, God. 
I'm sure being married is beyond your wildest dreams, so let's just, just keep, keep it right, right there. there. Today, I want you to forget the guests, the reception, the fancy dresses, suits, and ties, and remember what brought you here. Today, I want you to focus only on the love that you've shared before and will share time and time again. And most important, don't get caught up in trying to build the perfect marriage for others to see. Because if you put your effort and concentration into living up to your fullest potential to be the best husband and the best wife you can be, it won't matter what others think at the end of the day because in your eyes, your marriage is perfect. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and TV. then I said, ladies and gentlemen, I, and I said, I now pronounce you man and wife and said, you know, Miss, here is Dan and Linda and uh, turned them over to the crowd. So I was able to weave, I was able to do the miracle speech, the closing speech from Hoosiers, and weave a Wedding Crashers reference in. And wow. most of the people didn't know. They had no idea. They had no idea. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. And they said, what a, what what a, great a wonderful thing. guy what you a, are. That thing that you said about great op- marriage is a great opportunity, <laughs> I go, I I was just inspired last night. I just sat and (laughs) wrote it down. I just took Herb Brooks' speech and just took out the word hockey and put in love. (laughs) Amazing. That's all I did, basically. So So, my point is I am available for weddings, and uh, it's 250 bucks plus a dinner. So if you want to just hit me up. On Twitter, on air KB, or at Drew Olson, shall get back to you. And For an I, extra hundred, he'll bring his acoustic guitar and play a song. All I do is you're gonna you're gonna ask me, and then I'm gonna send out a questionnaire like, "What's your favorite movie?" What's oh yeah, what's, there you go. So I can get all the background information. I'll weave it into the ceremony. So I'm KB, and that is my view from the couch. All right, I have questions. Yeah, you would have gone to this reception anyway because you know right. the bride and groom and the family. Right. right. So you'd have been there anyway, but you're the officiant. So then, once your duties were done. At the ceremony, just, you're just, just a regular schlubby guest that people yeah, might, may or may not have seen during the ceremony, right? right? Okay. Right. And then the question is that, you know, you're, as, as you're now cycling through life and going to the weddings of your friend's kids. Oh, yeah. How yeah. long did you last at the reception? What, what songs were you rocking? What were you? I mean, how we long? We went a little bit later than normal. You know? Okay. Well, what's normal? Usually it's eat the cake, get out of Dodge. <laughs> Right? Um, <laughs> grab a piece on the way out because, you know, all the kids hit the dance floor, right? And yeah. You realize it's like, this isn't about us. This is about them. <laughs> there you go. There Arm- we go, Armin. Arm- Armin's now playing a little right. show on the dance was, floor. Uh, I was going to say, come on, here we go. Dad and Linda. Yeah. Let's give them a big hand. Um, no, I think it was right after shout, and I, I don't, <laughs> yeah. and I don't do the little bit softer now anymore. I just when it gets to that, I you just don't walk gator off. anymore. No, when it gets no. to a little bit softer now, that's when I leave. As they start to shrink, wow. I'm I'm over to the bar. That is that's fantastic. So, all right, so you survived. You weren't hung over the next day or no, anything like no, that. No, I was, no, I was pretty well behaved. Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah this is too much. So, all right, so. Did the kids behave themselves? Because now you're the you're the old people at the table. You know, you're the, you're the people that. When your friends were getting married, you're the people that you'd kind of make fun of. And, you know, as you're going back for your seventh drink. Well, I did learn to uh, I did learn from another friend of mine. If you want to have when you get old, if you want to have fun at weddings, go out and deliberately dance bad because you can't dance. So why try and dance good? Just go the other way. Deliberately. Just deliberately go out and dance as bad as you can because if you try and dance good, you're still going to dance bad. So you might as well just go out 
and, and be the worst dancer possible, and you can have fun that way. And no one's going to take you seriously, so life is good. All right, so if anybody missed it, uh, Drew at TheBig920.com, if you want to inquire about Kevin's availability for the uh, uh, for any I'm weddings. Ready. I'm ready. Any weddings or significant life events. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can do... I don't think I can do funerals. Probably not. No. No. Um, no. Uh, Bob Brainerd is in for Mike Heller this afternoon. Mike Heller is traveling with your Wisconsin Badgers to Iowa to get ready for that game tomorrow. Here's a little sneak preview for you. If you watch in Milwaukee, if you watch uh, Big 12 Sports Saturday, uh, Dan Needles and I will be on 630 uh, tomorrow night, and Mike Heller is going to have a cameo in our show appearing uh, from Kinnick Stadium. So he'll have a little cameo. So are you done plugging everything, Drew? A little Easter egg for you. I'm plugging you the Bob done? Brainerd Show. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, you, you plugged your, your TV gig before. I mean, are you yeah. done? That's wow. why I'm just checking. You done? So, we're I done. Cut, I'm done. Attention with the bottle opener here. Listen, yeah, right. listen, guys. <laughs> last, day, last day of summer, right? Tomorrow's fall. It, it yep. kicks in. Autumn kicks in. And I forgot that you guys were on remote, that you were not on site. So in the studio... Armin's got three of them, so we're taking a head count. Liney's Grapefruit Shandy, there's three of them, to celebrate the last day of summer I got three with my beers. friends. Yeah, three beers, but one, one, one has KB's name on it and one has my name on it. That's okay. why Armin, I'm... You can, you, got, you can have mine. I'm, I'm mentioning it. It's going in the gunky refrigerator over the weekend, so Lord knows what it will turn into. Some oh. sort of Petri dish experiment over the weekend. Oh. Uh, yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. All right. Um... Have some have some fun today, Bob. It is Friday. It's the last day yeah. of summer. Yeah, we got a lot of, lot to You're talk right. about on the Heller Show. Uh, you know, baseball, football, what, whatever. Autumn, line and kugels, whatever, whatever Fantastic. comes up. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap things up here from Lynx Performance Golf in Mequon. The fall blowout sale goes on all weekend. Don't forget they're here till seven tonight. They're here eight to five tomorrow and eight to noon on Sunday, taking you up to kickoff of Packers and Washington. The deals are amazing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make good choices. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.